Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the National Institute for Gamer Review, Call Sign Nigger with Mr. Mike Enoch. <laughs> How are you doing? It's actually, I'm looking for, I've been looking forward to do this podcast because it's finally something kind of fun and lighthearted that we can talk about. I mean, I know we do joke on tedious, but like... I've been impressed by generally. the amount of video game content you and Alex have been spitting out uh, recently. I've been feeling like... Well, it's been a long winter. <laughs> yes, it certainly has. Even though it's just the beginning of it. Yeah. Um... Well, yeah, and, and Alex, we, we still we're trying to reschedule. I actually it was funny because we, we we had been just about to schedule him to come in and to talk about Mass Effect, and then he like deleted his threema in this very you know elaborate fashion. And, and oh, he um, did. I didn't even see that. Well, he yeah, no, he like he's like not on threema anymore right now. He's, he's oh um, on threema. Oh, on threema. No, he, yeah, no, he's he on Telegram. On, yeah. I thought you meant Telegram. No, yeah, he, no. He, you can probably find him. I think maybe he changed accounts. He'll do that every once in a while. But yeah, I'm sure he'll be back. But um, in the meantime, we we wanted to to um, to discuss uh, XCOM with you. Unfortunately, Lewis isn't here today. Hopefully, he'll he'll be able to stop by. But I'm I'm sure we'll have mm-hmm. a great discussion either way. Yeah. Um, and and because yeah, you you mentioned that you are uh, a big fan of XCOM, and I, I, as I as we were talking a little bit before we started recording, that that you um you've even done a little modding yourself or is that like not I've uh, I've done like not really modding I've done like I I will go and edit some game code files and stuff to make the game more how I want but I haven't done actual I could release some of that as mods but I haven't because I don't really know how to do that and I do want to learn how to just do very superficial mods because apparently doing one of the easier graphical mods to do for XCOM 2 is to change the is to create new nationalities with flags. Uh, it's just a couple of code files, and then you just have to get basically turn a PNG into a UPK file of an image of the texture of the flag, flag. That you want. That and doesn't of course, sound too hard. Can, yeah, you can guess which one I want. And you just, so I just need to figure out how to do that. And that basically the code is easy. I can do that. No problem. Code is simple for me. But the changing of the um, I don't. I need to get some program to modify like a, a, a normal image into a, a UPK file. I don't know how to do that, but that that I can just search. I'm sure. So, if anyone out. in the audience can help with that, I think I think we I, all honestly. I'd, I'd, I'd really like rather just learn it. Like I'm sure that like, I can just <laughs> sure. I can just type it into Google and and learn, and it'll just be like that. You know, that's how I always do programming anyway. Like I just type in Google, how do I do this? Isn't that how everyone does it, and they get like the the Pajit on the YouTube's? Well, the Pajit's. Like- um, what's happened in recent years of programming and tech stuff generally, tech support type stuff, is that anytime you ask some kind of question like that, you get a YouTube video of Pajit giving you like step by step instructions, with right. the assumption he is talking to another Pajit who has got some kind of tech support job and who needs immediate answers because they get these jobs without any qualifications and then they the way they perform them is by looking up these things on the internet that's very different than somebody who's like i have an idea of a project i want to build and i or somebody yeah. who already knows how to how to code how to program logically how to program and just looks up specifics on how to use a particular tool but yeah um yeah 
Well, we wait that's with bated breath for the for the swastika flag and his DEAP. <laughs> well, I don't know how many people in our audience are are also XCOM fans. It feels I feel like, like there's a, a lot, of... especially among like the just XCOM fandom generally. Uh, yeah, well, I think XCOM fandom generally is going to tilt to, in our direction just because of the theme of the game. But it's it since it hasn't come out of the new game in a while. It's been five years since XCOM two, which is still a fantastic game. Um, yes, and probably my favorite game. Like I've played. Just to go down my, my video gaming history, um, I did. I have played games throughout my life. I never was a big time gamer, but I have played them throughout. You mentioned my life, Karateka, so. which is like that's super old school. That Karateka uh, was like yeah. very much like I played that on my, my Apple II C. I played it actually on Apple II Plus, and then I it, which had a green and black screen, and then I played it on the Apple II C, which actually the four colors on the Apple II C were white, black, blue, and orange. So it was like a different. It was a different four color scheme than was on PC, which is like purple and 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 turquoise. And you, you remember that four color scheme <laughs> that that people oh, yeah. have on PC. I remember the IBM PC compatible. Uh, I don't know that I ever had an IB, a proper IBM, but um, like in the school computer lab and stuff, we definitely we definitely yeah had yeah. Those. Friends of mine, I always had an Apple, and my friend, I had friends who had PCs, and they we would play like we'd play some of the same games. We'd play like Bard's Tale and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And on my computer, it would all be like the the orange and white and blue, and on theirs, it would be like this this cyan and and turquoise or cyan and purple. So they call it magenta. So they would be doing like a CMYK type thing, and yeah, I don't know exactly. I used to know the color theory behind all this, but I've forgotten it. So, but it doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah, I would play role playing games, D and D games. Bard's Tale was my favorite when I was a kid. Um, some I had another D and D game I liked to play. And I've always preferred like role play, like strategy type games. Yeah. I don't like to I don't like the first person um, character like shooter or I did like Witcher though. I'll be honest, I did pl- play all the way through all the Witcher series, but I also like those because I like the story. I like the books of the Witcher, and I, I like I love the game. I did like the game first. So Witcher Witcher three was a great game, although I, I did play through the whole thing and got kind of bored of that. I don't think I'd ever want to play it again because I, I I played it to death like when it came out like six seven years ago now. But uh, XCOM was always just a game I liked, kind of in the background. Uh, I did guess you play people, the original on on DOS? I did not play the original. Uh, I started with uh, Enemy Unknown in 2012. That came out, I think 2012 or yeah, I think it was 2012. I um, think it came out. No, it came out in 2010, and then they the upgraded the, Enemy yeah. Within was 2012. Yes, and then XCOM Two came out in 2016. I'll be honest, I played more XCOM Two than and then than anything. Um, I was just getting into because I played it kind of casually, and I was going to start trying to do like long more, which is a, this is a long story with XCOM. So XCOM, I guess people should just what the game is for those that don't know, for those out in Rio Rhinelander, it's just like um, it's turn based tactical game uh, with a strategic layer. We can use gamer jargon here. Um, and the strategic layer is basically like in the first game, aliens are invading Earth and you're in charge of this like uh, in the first game, the story is that you're like the commander of this uh, paramilitary squad, right? This this like elite military squad of guys to fight off the alien invasion. And you have to do stuff like uh, fight off when they try and land UFOs and stuff. There's actually sequences in the first game where you can, you can play as the UFO interceptor and like try and shoot them down. But that is like really hard. And a lot of people just automate those. Yeah. They try and add the right missiles and stuff to their jet interceptors. 
and then just automate the fights because that it, fights are it's actually It's also hard. a little bit counterproductive sometimes because if you shoot them down, then they crash and you don't get as many resources. Right. Whereas There's if they actually, land, yeah, then you can capture them essentially intact and get a bunch more resources. Right. If they land, you get all of the, uh, you go and you have to go to the landing site, you kill the aliens and you get their, you get their dead bodies, which are resources in the game. The dead bodies of aliens are resources. As well as the just the stuff in the UFO. Oh God! So. I feel like we you want okay. So you want to pivot just for a second and maybe talk about like the unintentionally anti-Semitic. Uh, well, I want to build. Oh, you want to? Sorry. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So right, the, sorry, sorry. the yeah. idea is okay. So it, yeah, it is absolutely unintentionally anti-Semitic, and it gets more so with part two. It actually gets more so. So the idea is you're you're and you have these these soldiers so you build up your soldiers and you create them and they've got their different stats and different abilities and different weapons and stuff and they level up as you go and you can stack their skill trees and stuff and create like really um like if you stack them correctly and you build the character by the end they all their all their stats like and abilities work together to create like devastating attacks and stuff like that it's really fun to do that and and really pleasing to autism to do that kind of stuff uh but then so the story is you're fighting off this alien invasion and the aliens that are invading the earth are called the elders. And as we talked about, they, they're bringing in to the earth. This is in, so the first one was called UFO defense in the nineties and they redid it. They re, basically redid it completely with new graphics in like 2010. And then they had a new DLC pack that was very popular in 2012. Just to, just to, it wasn't just graphics. It was also like the, the, um, the original original had like a very elaborate system of, um, time units and basically like different yeah soldiers would have different and they got rid of all that fortunately because I have, the new system I works have way gone better. back and tried to play <laughs> it, it's not worth that it. <laughs> also I've also tried to play Xenonauts have you ever tried that because there's basically an upgrade. Yes, I have tried Xenonauts, and it's it's better, but still, I, I just think it's the, very the XCOM, tedious. Yes, the, the XCOM formula that they for the reboot just it plays much nicer. Something works, about yeah. it just clicks because if you're super autistic, you would play Xenonauts. Xenonauts is basically like yes. an upgraded with newer graphics and 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 stuff. It's basically the same as the original UFO XCOM UFO defense from the '90s, with all the little intricacies. Like the base building was like so tedious. Like the way you would have to build out your base. You you'd have to b purchase ammunition by the round too. Like it was just that's which I don't think Xenonauts makes you do. But yeah, you would have to yeah. each individual grenade, each individual bullet, uh, or clip, I guess, or whatever. You that know. is like <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, yeah that that would that would drive me nuts. It's, in, just, in, it's, it's just dumb. There's no point for There's, it and it's, it's not it's even like, like yeah, yeah it's just tedium it's just it's just so really <clears throat> but yeah so so in the original XCOM, there's this uh or sorry the in the well in the original XCOM and in the in the reboot 2010 yeah the, and, the sort of part one reboot yeah yeah uh so there's the elders who are leading this invasion of earth right and they're and they're bringing what they and their their invading army is multiracial it's a number of different alien species, and a lot of them have been genetically modified in certain ways. And they they modify them further in uh, part two. So the, the plot of part two is actually assuming that you lost in part one. It's actually assuming you lost. So that's sort of a funny thing they did where... Uh, and so the aliens won. And so now you are a resistance movement on Earth, which is actually, I think, almost a better... A better way of doing it generally because i agree yeah in in part one it's like you you are there's this internet like you answerable to like a sort of a un like a like a international body of governments who will fund you or not fund you depending on how well you're fighting the aliens and you want to get you actually get money and you buy stuff and things like that 
and it's it's okay. I mean, it's it's all right. But I just find the storyline in XCOM Two is you're like an underground movement now, and you have like this some contacts and stuff like that with with various rebels, and you have to build up the well, res- it, you actually have very- to build up a resistance movement. Yeah, it's very much like fighting Zog, which I think is one of those things. Yes, that- <laughs> it's more like fighting Zog. It really is like XCOM Two fight fight Zog because basically, when you get so the that's the one I want to more focus on because that's the one I played more. I do like Enemy Unknown and Enemy Within and Long War, which is this mod that this this um, group of modders, which ended up forming a company called Pavonis Interactive, who has now come out with their own or they're about to release their own turn-based tactical XCOM like game that's like got it's like way it's it's basically modeled off what they did but it's super global homo looking oh like, no you have all that the there's terrible. like five there's like five factions I was actually thinking I might it was called Terra Invicta I was thinking I might be interested in it I looked it up and they have actually some trailers and stuff I don't know if it's out yet and it's all there's like five different factions and they're all led by like lesbians and it's just it's so, like the one in Britain one of them is based out of Britain and it's like a black butch lesbian oh, is God. like this, this seems to be a theme like that they end oh, up doing God. with these games right so because we're going to talk about all that stuff too so xcom 2 though came out in 2016 uh, b- really better graphics than xcom than enemy than, than the first one than the 2010 version much better graphics um kind of even more streamlined gameplay and i think a cooler story and the story there is that you've lost the the elders have taken over earth and they now, uh, their government they created is called Advent, which, you know, we could delve into the symbolism of that. <laughs> like, I don't know, but it's also just sort of like a, a, a word that you could use. And they have a the symbol. Advent of a new era, kind of. Yes, right? that's, yeah. that's, that's the idea of it. It's the advent of a new, of a new era. And they, they constantly talk about it like that. And they're using this NWO, like New World Order, like creepy rhetoric all the time. And they're talking about how, like, you, the, the XCOM are like these revanchist, like, like reactionaries, really. They're, that's how they dis like whenever they're you humans do a mission, that don't want to be integrated into right. Gl- they don't like, want to be integrated into the yeah. bright future the elders have in store for them, and and they literally when you in the, in the in the latest DLC they have this this feature we talk about where you take pictures of your after a mission there's like a propaganda shot because XCOM creates propaganda, and in it they say things like 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 get rid of the Xenos. Like Xenos scum must die, like die alien scum, and like like get off our planet and stuff like that, right? So in a way, it's sort of like down. It's it's like nationalist, but for for Earth. So in the wider context, it it is like it is like racial, and there's a racial element to it because they are bringing in all these alien species and then mixing everybody's DNA together to create these hybrid species that are all like your enemies and stuff. So they mix like these snake species and humans. In, and they create these uh, things called Thin Men, which are enemies in um, part one. But then in part two, you see these snakes as they actually are. And they're like these these weird snake creatures that you have to fight. Uh, and, it, you know, there's a number of different hybrid aliens that they... That there's a scene where you have a guy who's actually... I think he's like a Bajit or a black guy. who's the, Of course, the scientist on your ship who does all the science research for your team. He autopsies the aliens as you kill them, and he always makes these commentaries where he talks about how upsetting and disconcerting it is to see what the how the aliens have like modified the genes of all these species, it, which is pretty funny. And uh, you still there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm just, just go on, go on. And also, okay, Louis joined us, so uh, you can okay, say cool. he'll be here. Oh, is that what you're doing? Right. Jumping in on a second. Yep. So that's pretty funny, and 
that always killed me. Then what the what really brought home the fact that they're these people don't know that they're being anti Semitic is when they released the final DLC pack for XCOM two in twenty seventeen, the official one. There's been a ton of mods since then. And it's called War of the Chosen. And so it gets oh, even God. worse. So it's first first of all you have the elders, okay, the elders who are this this these this minority a minority of hyper intelligent aliens that are controlling this mixed race they're also like not army. in the foreground in the in the, in the the you don't see the elders for quite a while in XCOM one and I don't think in XCOM two either for it's it's you don't it's, see them at all yeah you, you, you don't see them um, I think until the final mission of XCOM one is when you like actually yeah you finally fight an elder in the final and in the final mission of XCOM two you fight off three like they're called the like, avatars. Yeah, right. Um, and and they're basically, and it's it's kind of clear that it's not actually the elders themselves; that they're just hosts of through their intelligence or something like that. But um, along the way, you know, when they came out with this DLC, it's like they have like this thing called like War of the Chosen. So then you have to fight off like their top generals who are called the Chosen, and they've got different abilities. And one of them is like one of them like assassin and warlock, and and um, I forget what the other one is, but. Um, so they they have all the they have all these special abilities too, and it's sort of funny. So it's like the elders and the chosen. Now you know they're like in the game. They're you know those would be two those 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 would be the same thing to us, but in the game it's like they're different. But the idea I think is that the chosen are members of the same race as the elders. So they they're just like they're they're chosen like top generals or top warriors that they go to like kill XCOM. Um, and it's just sort of funny because the whole, you can really interpret the game in like a racial ethno-nationalist way. Like this is basically a race of people fighting to protect their race, their genetic legacy and their homeworld from alien invade, a mixed race alien invasion led by a hyper-intelligent minority so, group. So real which quick, is I have like which two, is freaking two, two things. Of course. Well, so you, I think before on the show, cause you like to talk about Star Trek sometimes and, and I've made this point before that, um, in science fiction, like humanity, quote unquote, is really just white people. Like, like just because oftentimes, of the way, yes, yes, humanity and I think that's really true white, here. Yes. Is I mean, yeah, you have all these different nationalities. I mean, part of the thing with XCOM is a kind of very gay '90s multicultural. Well, there, there is that to, element. In a way, though, it's sort of funny because if you think about it, the mentality of it is it's like it's globalist in its way because it's like you are fighting it's a it's a coalition of nations fighting and then of course in XCOM 2 you know you you have to liberate different regions of earth and as you do you get resistance members from those regions and they all are of the race of people that are from there but that also shows you that they're like they're aware of that like if you are in Europe and you're recruiting rebels in Europe you'll get guys named like Hans and Franz you know yeah. what I mean and yeah. if you're in like if you're in eastern US and recruiting people you get guys named like Mike Baker or you know what I mean or like yeah or like if you're in you know in in, in East yeah. Asia you'll get you know yes. like Chinese you'll get, Japanese you'll get, you'll get yeah. yes you will and if you're in the Middle East you'll get Arabs so you get them and you get all these blacks when you're in Africa and they have all these like Obongwonga Bunga Bunga names so they're they're clearly like obviously classifying certain areas of the globe as belonging to certain races um and like if you conquer this you can conquer like Mexico and you get all these like gaucho guys you know what i mean so it's it's really funny like that so they do they do give you race racial and of course the people from north america are white like they give you white people and they give you europeans from europe and they give you blacks from africa and they give you mexicans from south america etc so they also give you mexicans so from from the usa and they blacks, sometimes but yes, do yeah but yes, they sometimes give you blacks yeah. and mexicans in the usa is yeah. a place where you get 
that's actually funny because in the U.S. is where you get multiracial. Yes, <laughs> where you actually get multiracial rebels. <laughs> yeah, but generally speaking, you'll get whites. You, that's you'll get more whites in North America and Europe. Uh, you get all whites in Europe for the most part. Yeah, but um, that's because it's still 2016. But uh, you probably <laughs> right. wouldn't if they redid it today. I'm sure. Well, I don't know that you could make it. I mean, that's kind of a whole other thing. But yeah, I don't well, know this that is you my could thing because they way. are taught. They are continually talking about how they're going to make XCOM, an XCOM three, and I'm almost like just don't. Yeah, well, just what's don't. the like? Why? What, I mean, what are you going like, to add? Just don't to because this? it's just. Yeah. Well, I mean, they would just presumably just update. Uh, well, one thing there's in just in terms of gameplay, the strategy layer is a pain in the ass in XCOM two because you don't ever. It's you're always reacting like you just you just waiting for missions, and if the, you don't want to do that type of mission at that time, it's like really a pain. That's part of the game. It's like you don't you don't get to choose, right? Like you're a well, you're always on the force. back foot because you're right. You're on, you're an insurgency, yeah. And that gets that does get annoying when you're trying to plan a campaign out. It's like oh shit, now I've got to do because they have these because you could plan out your missions sort of, but then they'll suddenly hit you like oh the the uh, the aliens are striking your resistance haven in this region and like you have to go and like thirty aliens are killing all your squad like, are killing all your support like team and you have to go like defend them and then and you get more resources as you build up guys in a region so you have your soldiers and then you have your resistance members your resistance members do things like gather intelligence and supplies and give them to you so if you have built up a bunch in a region and you're like okay this region's going well then suddenly like advent will strike and like kill half of your people <laughs> and you're like fuck back to square one which is fun though that's actually fun because that that actually does keep you that keeps the game interesting when suddenly like you think you're doing well and then you just get screwed over and that's what like a lot of XCOM players complain about that um, but it's also does keep the game interesting. So it's a very fun game. And I just like the turn-based tactical type of game. Cause you can, you can take as much time as you want for any one move mm -hmm. and, you know, building up your ability. So just the gameplay I really enjoy, but the story is, is equally hilarious. Um, and the fact that, I mean, when they doubled down with War of the Chosen, when when that came out in 2017, I was like, are they really doing that? I was like, is there something <laughs> an anti-Semite behind this thing? I don't know, but as you were talking about, we were—I mean, the thing you were talking about, how like good, because the thing is, it actually the sci-fi story behind it generally, it's not particularly complex, but it's not like cringy. You know what I mean? It's oh like, no, it not at all. No, it doesn't like irritate classic, you. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's like you know. It, I was about to say David against Goliath, which is maybe not the, but I think everybody understands. You know, it's a kind of um, it's us against uh, it's us against Zog. You know, and and yeah. um. It's this dissident group of human, uh, you know, just humans who don't want to be assimilated into this. Well, so the I guess to talk a little bit more about the story, I think the the plot of um, of XCOM Two, which is which is more front and center than in XCOM One, which is basically just yeah, there's this alien invasion that's happening. Yeah, um, the plot for in part one kind of is just like backing for just going on missions and fighting aliens. Right, but in two, there's like a whole thing about like basically the these elder who are you know essentially the 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 Jewish you know overlords of this whole thing are are secretly plotting to merge everyone's merge merge all of all of the races that aren't them into genetic slop and and to use that yeah. for their you know whatever ungodly abomination creations that they. 
that they want to make. And so they're convincing people like, oh, if you go and get go to one of these clinics, you'll, you know, yes. be cured of all your disease and, and you'll you'll live forever or a very long time or whatever. And, and you won't have any more pain or suffering or problems. You can just go to one of these clinics and have all your problems taken away. Well, it turns out what they're doing is basically processing them into Soylent Green and turning them into this genetic raw genetic material that they can use for their experiments. And um, so the whole the whole kind of backdrop is, yeah, they want to not even just like all the races of humanity, but all the human and alien races and just make them yeah. into this. Like, well, they also what they do hybrid. is they take they take people that go to the gene therapy clinic and they turn them into advent troops, which are like these these because uh, the baseline not. I know we talked about the sectoids who are just like the grays. Yeah, like the right, right, grays. right. But there's like a base unit of, of this like advent trooper. Which is is just like it looks humanoid, but it's the head is covered, and if you take the helmet off, the fa- its face is all fucked up, like Darth Vader, you know, at the end of Star Wars. Um, and well, they're uh, human alien hybrid, right? I think that, yes, that, yeah, yeah. They, they basically blend them with a bunch of alien DNA, and they create these obedient troops and stuff. And uh, and you kill like you end up killing like hundreds of those guys throughout the course of the throughout the course of the game. But yeah, yeah, they're like so, the basic mooks that you're just yeah, they're ba- yeah, about. basically yeah. They, they, you just they're, they're the easy, they're the most easy enemy to fight. Four hit points, you kill them one shot, no problem. Um, and uh, the thing is, like when you do missions, they they even they add more as with the they didn't do this in the base game of XCOM two, but with the DLC they added in more like layers of the story to it right because there's more plot more layers and more more elements to it and so they they have this guy who's called like the speaker who's basically like the butt goy he's like the supposed representative of humanity but he's genetically engineered he will make announcements after you defeat if you defeat advent in in a fight like if you if you destroy a facility or you take out a, a, a one of their um troop columns or you know, whatever it is you do, you hack their computer or something like that. Because these are all different kinds of missions you can do. Um, you'll hear like a news announcement where it's like all gene therapy clinics in the Northeast region are shut down for repurposing. Rumors that this is due to dissident activity are false. And so it's all this very like Orwellian 1984 type language. But it they, they, they did it in such a way to really echo kind of global homo news coverage. And then they have this other propaganda it's a woman who's a propaganda speaker who's always talking about the bright new future the elders have planned for us and these reactionaries don't want to participate in it and it's like you know that when they wrote this they probably just thought they were doing like a funny ironic thing you know but they were absolutely just imitating media coverage it, it yeah now, it's it's biz- oh sorry are you yeah. Lewis, are you can you oh, talk yeah, 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 yeah sorry, sorry. sorry. yeah uh, go ahead. I'm, I'm here, but go. I'm here, but continue this. I don't want to cut you all off in your story, but I'm here now. Sorry. Yeah. Did Did you have something you wanted to to add to that, or? Uh, well, you, I I was I could hear for a lot of Mike talking about how much in XCOM two how you can kind of take your time, and how much of that is a, it's true that you can take your time turn by turn, but they did really change the game in that, now that you're playing playing as a guerrilla force instead of like a police force, or mm-hmm. like a. You have to move fast through the map. You really have to call ass on most. Oh missions. well, they give you timers. I mean, I'm yeah. saying you can take your time with like when you're, yeah, if you if you if you're in a bad situation, like you just an enemy pod has just been revealed and your guys don't have cover or you don't you know you're you know you accidentally you weren't ready to to for like five new aliens to come in that you had to fight or something. You can sit there and like ponder. 
Like, what do I do? Do I throw a grenade? Yes, do I shoot? Sure. Do I, you know, that's but, uh, what I meant by taking you know, Historically, you could like move like five steps at a time. You know, you could like very much yeah. turn the corner. Well, they give you mission timers and now, on and, purpose and now, so that and you, now have, you to really have to run. Like take risks. And that screws you up because the risk is that you will activate a new pod of aliens that you have to fight. Like whenever you do like a the character moves are split up into blue and yellow because you get two essentially you get two moves per eat per character per turn. Generally speaking, you can with abilities you can increase that as you go. But like and you can run a certain amount and then shoot, but you have to run within this blue area, and then you get out into the yellow area. If you run into the yellow, like the line will literally turn yellow of where you're guiding your character, and then you can't shoot at the end of that run unless you have a special ability called run and gun, which some troops have, but you have to develop that. But anyway, where you can run and shoot at the end of it. Though, yeah, and, but yeah, you have to take risks. You have to run the around. And, not trying to pop another pod. or Me, I think last time we, we talked about XCOM, we called it uh, XCOM Viet Cong. Yeah, you really, you're like avoiding X-Con. the <laughs> XCOM because <laughs> you really are avoiding the. Uh, it, it, it's you're kind of playing the spawn game more than the actual like combat. It feels like sometimes like you're yeah. hoping you don't have to fight more by. You can you can totally cheat like if you if you there's a mod um where you install one. It's called like um, Gotcha, where they'll show that if you flank an enemy, meaning if meaning if you if you can get a flank on an enemy troop, meaning you can, you they got them in the clear, they don't have any cover, you have an open shot at them. That's called they call that flanking in the game, um, and you get all kinds of extra critical damage and 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 bonuses to your shot, but aim and critical damage bonuses when you shoot on that. Um, but there's a mod that will basically where you, it's like okay if i if i move my guy here i'm flanking this guy and it'll light up yellow like the little target icon would light up yellow if you got this guy flanked from that position which is helpful for playing it's not that's not really cheating but you can turn an option on in that mod to just like show if you will activate a pod if you move to this square or not and that's kind of cheating because that's the whole game is to like not have that happen but yeah anyway i, I wanted to if it's all right, say a little bit more on this. Um, yeah, point, yeah, we, we talked about, about the plot elements. So, well, yeah. yeah, and and um, specifically about the news coverage. I I think it's really, I don't know. I hadn't really thought of it in uh, in those terms, but um, talking with you now, it's making me think, and it's really true. Especially, I think now after all this COVID bullshit. Uh, well, dude, there's all kinds of stuff you could the COVID stuff you could actually read into this. Talk right, about going to the gene therapy clinics and whatnot, like, dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and 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 the the whole time the government's saying in, in like NPR, you know, MK Ultra Voice, like, mm-hmm. make sure you to go to the gene therapy clinics. It's very, you know, scientists assure you that it's perfectly safe and will make you live for a nice long time, and you'll be very happy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, it, yeah, it, exactly, it's like yeah. it's it's it's, it's, it's and it's in, it's on purpose. I think it's an intentionally because everybody knows that's the thing about it. That, that this whole situation that drives me up the wall is there's it has to be huge numbers of libtards that are XCOM enjoyers that have just consumed this kind of media. You know, like cause the, the XCOM didn't invent that way of talking about no, no, media. they didn't invent that idea of like the media is this, this 1984 like weird alienating like and, and doing it lying. in this therapeutic way of like yes, you know the, like yes. Right, like they didn't. The they're they're playing on talk, tro- yeah. on tropes that that are already well known that everybody's very familiar with. That everybody then immediately fell in line with on the COVID stuff. Right, is is as well, soon as oh well, you know the CDC says that this is safe and effective and blah 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 I blah. I think I actually would push back on that. I don't think many people fell in line. I think people just didn't know what else, what to do. Sure, sure. Like that, but, I think I think a lot of people didn't. They were just like, this is bullshit. But how, what do you do? What do you say? I also think right? in the XCOM context, like XCOM. Or not three, whatever you want to call it, the XCOM 
tranny cops was like the punishment a little bit for like War of the Chosen. Oh, def- yeah. Well, we could talk oh, about Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're gonna get. We haven't gotten to. We haven't yeah. gotten to XCOM Tranny Cops yet. That's a I good way that. of putting it. Like that's the official title from now on. By the way, Tranny Cops. <laughs> tranny School. Tranny well, it's player. also though, but they call it. I mean, it's hold on. Squad, they they call that. it Chimera Squad. Okay, yeah. so maybe yeah, we, we might as well just get cops. into this. <laughs> but think about it, what's a Chimera though? Yeah, like it's like a it's like a hybrid monster. Yes, and and in classical it's Greek mythology, it's li- what is it like the head of a lion and the wings of an eagle, and I forget what yeah. the third thing was. And then in in genetics, a chimera is a is an organism that's been spliced together from yeah. like multiple different you know organisms DNA. So it says it says it was a monstrous fire breathing hybrid creature composed of different animal parts. That's a chimera. That's the official definition. And and you're and you're the chimera, the chimera squad. Just to be clear, it's you that is, you're the chimera. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the so I mean, I would put you're not out there quotes. to fight no. a chimera. No, you which are is the what chimera. you were doing in in the previous game. Yes, you you are the chimera, and like literally, the, it is because you are a monster composed of parts from all different species. That is the point of it. Like you, the the chimera squad. It's like it's that's not an, like just like War of the Chosen. Now you have chimera. Like these symbols are just there. That's the other thing. Like what we believe and what we understand politically is is throughout language. Like it, it exists as an as a meme before the concept of meme. It was we know it on the internet as a meme in the human brain and archetypes. Right, these yep. are, these are archetypes for like Jungian, like to get into that kind of thing. Right, R- reality like, has a fascist bias. And that's just kind of how it is. So anytime right. that that like you know art is responsive well, to the human condition or reality right, at some kind of deeper right. level, it's going to have intentionally or unintentionally, it's going to have fascist type messages, right? I mean, and good art also will tap into the sort of Jungian archetypal unconscious of, of humanity and 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 resonate with it, right? And so it does. Like Chimera Squad does not. Because it is fake and contrived, ideological and obviously intentionally driven. Whereas the other stuff is like, let's make a cool sci-fi game about fighting aliens. Oops, we accidentally made a, a game about whites fighting off a Jewish-led migrant invasion into Europe. Like, whoops. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we accidentally created yeah. an allegory for that, yeah. right? Well, craziest, In 2016, right? Yeah. The craziest yeah. thing about tranny cops is that you fight XCOM, like revanchist XCOM, who don't want to do this. Right, yeah. And you fight insane. racial like, nationalists. Yeah. Like, You're I fighting. believe they're even like, it's. It, I, I'd have to, do, so I actually took the bullet and, and played through Chimera Squad. I, I took some screenshots, only one of which seems to have survived. I have to look and do some digging. My recollection, so... So just to like walk you through, because I don't think either of you played through it, right? Which is I've which never is, played. You shouldn't. Squad. I never. But like, it. I never so the it. so the setup. So as we we sort of been like so in general terms, we, we've described it. But but basically, the, you you start the game, and the first thing that happens is there's a cut scene with a with an African woman with a butch lesbian haircut, right. and then she's talking to like a mistinx woman with like a butch lesbian haircut, and these are kind of your two two of your most important plot characters through the whole thing, and basically. Um, the the setup is is you are yeah this you're this it's a, it's a police thing it's not 
a military you're back thing. to being a police force and you're like, policing one of the cities after the alien invasion where we're right. trying to integrate humans and aliens for reasons right. that are never really explored far like less why explained. why did you fight right. yeah exactly well and so that's so the the first <laughs> enemy and, and you i think you highlighted this or you suspected it but it's absolutely true the 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 first enemy that you fight the first like there's a couple of different factions the one that's kind of set up in the in the prologue is a human separatist faction as i recall i don't have a screenshot and i'm not going to fire i'm not going to download the game or whatever but as i recall it was it was it was explicitly stated that these are former XCOM members so you're literally talking about like like boomer waffen you know the provisional XCOM. yeah yeah like the, yeah. the people who like were actually fighting the alien invasion who saw you know then in the aftermath of this great victory in 1945 i mean sorry you know whenever it was that uh, actually this is all garbage who no who don't want any piece of it who don't want to have anything to do with it who are like fuck you and now you're being hunted down by the regime for your crime of like refuse you know of, of being a dissident against against forced integration yeah. and it's of course nuts. the main the main yes yeah, so they've they, they literally turned the whole game on its head the whole point on its head like because why if you're an XCOM soldier why the hell would you ever want integration right like you know just as a human but that's a representative of whites but now we have humans and the thing is even in chimera squad there are no whites there's no. not even white women like i'm no. looking through because the main thing is and and of course in order to make they had to betray the fundamental most fun thing about XCOM that everybody liked was that you create your own soldiers. You basically create characters before you start playing, and then when you start playing, these characters spawn into the game at different times as you recruit soldiers and stuff. You recruit the guys that you made in your little character creator. And they have all kinds of... in There's all kinds of mods to give them the outfits you want, the hair color you want, like the kind of mustache you want, the kind of armor you want. You can bring in... like People do mods to create armors from other video games, weapons from other games. They even have voices... The most hilarious thing in XCOM 2 is the voice packs. Like, I have, like, I just have got, like, the most, a collection of the most hilarious ones. Like, I've got one is, like, Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force, who <laughs> says stuff as you kill aliens. And I, I knew you a, wasn't an alien. Yeah, I created a Carl. Uh, yeah, he's like, yeah, no, he said, <laughs> he says stuff like that. I created Carl's squad mate. So I've got, like, you can spawn Carl into game, and he's got, like, the sweatpants and the shirt, and the, you get fights and kills aliens. It's really funny, right? Um, and so that's, like, a lot of fun. In in tranny cops, they don't give you the option to create. They give you your squad, and I'm looking at the the website right now. This is xcom.com Chimera Squad, and there's this little widget where you can scroll through the characters. So it's like this guy Shelter. His name is Shelter. This is guy. They had gay ass names like Shelter, right? That's the guy's name. So he's a uh, so Shelter is like some Latinx guy. Um, it's it's like a brown man. This guy Claymore is a black guy. Uh, Godmother, that's the main that's the main uh, like leader. She's hu- human, but she's a black butch lesbian woman. Then they've got um, this they thing got a called bunch of Zephyr. Aliens. Yeah, Zephyr is like a Hellion alien hybrid, but it's like a tranny. It's like a bu- it's like butch. Oh god, but it has yeah, tits. right. Oh, this is the word. Yeah. It's like it's- a butch alien with tits. And then you keep going. You've got, okay, you've got a muton, which is one of your enemies. But this one doesn't look like the muton. This is like a mutant frog. The, the art like is really grapefruit. weird and bad. It's basically like. It's not good art. Or whatever, deviant art tier. Like, yeah. It's ah. really bad. It, it's noticeably bad. It was one of the first impressions that the game made on me was like the art is kind of this disgusting humans of flat design type. Um, it's not quite that bad. It's just like amateurish comic book stuff. But the thing that is most notable, but it's not certainly up to 
actual no. Like, the, the well, the characters finish. are unattractive, I, like male and female. Yeah, they're, they're ugly. All, they are yeah. ugly. Male and female, they're ugly. They're none of them are even as specimens of other races. They're not attractive. Like that's the other thing. Like that's one of the things that they do is that like, and they did this. Grant Morrison did this to X Men when he took it over in in the late nineties. He actually re, he got rid of the whole X Men old X Men team that you liked because he's like even those these people were mutants, and even though they weren't all white. They were all beautiful, right? Like they were all like these 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 perfect specimens of, of male and female beauty, and even the African woman was like for, for that standard of beauty, re- right. like represented a very beautiful African woman, right? And so he actually was just like, I'm just gonna throw all that in the garbage, and I'm gonna make these characters just ugly and disgusting, and sales plummeted, and people hated it. But he was that like they, you know at the time, you know, Marvel, a very Jewish corporation, they were very much into that. So as you go through this, these these characters, none of them look cool. They don't look cool. They don't look they don't look badass. Even you don't have to be like attractive to be cool looking sometimes. But like they just they look fucking retarded. The one like ambiguously white male character who, of course, like kind of has these a, people are ambiguously white to me. They all look brown. But he looks, like, but he's the only one that would be even potentially. I, I mean, I guess look at his eyes. I mean, he's got brown hair, brown hair, brown eyes. Not that that's like, oh god, but you know what which I mean. You, like, yeah, shelter is the uh, which I don't that even think dude I, is a, that dude is Miss Stinks. No question. Yeah, prob- I mean, <sighs> well, to compare it like very unfavorably to XCOM One, uh, there's one, uh, I guess like prefab character in one of the DLCs where there's a. It's I don't know how it's, it's pretty short, but there's a brief like mission where there's a conspiracy in the Chinese. I think I think it was like literally appealing to China Pack like DLC, but there's a mm-hmm. conspiracy in the Chinese government, and he is like a defector, and you got to rescue him on a mission, and then he joins your team. His name's like Liao, and he's this like Chad Chinese army guy who defects to destroy the conspiracy and save China, and you get him in your squad, and he has like a a, a red and yellow color packet color palette, and but he looks like a like a Chinese version of like you know. Yeah, he's like, he's like chubby and fat or something like that. XCOM yeah, looks, one, right? Where you yeah, and he's like the heavy. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like he, he made and like okay, this guy makes sense. He like he like looks like a, he he fits like the XCOM mold. He looks you know he's like yeah. Square, it's not offensive China. to me when yeah. it's like you know like there's nothing wrong with having like people of other races that are like ideal specimens of that race as long as it's as it makes sense in the story, right? Like you don't have to portray all people of other races as if they're like awful, ugly. But the thing is, in this one, they do. They do. They're not only non-white; they're all ugly. Like, why are you pushing this on us? And like all the dude, this is one character is obviously a fucking tranny. I'm sorry. Like this. No, it, you know it. It always bothered me, but I never realized it until just now. Because like that that character just lets you know that that. So Zephyr, the one you're talking about, yeah. I'll put a picture in the thing. Is like the the it's a hand to hand combat character and it's it's maybe so you you need Zephyr and or the the shotgun African lesbian uh, mm-hmm. if not both because they're the ones who are going to be going out dealing damage like up in the face of the enemies yeah and, you always and need a... you you need you need assault troops right you need the, that right. class is yeah. just going to be and those are basically your two options both nominally female but Zephyr like I was always I don't I I couldn't quite put my finger on it as because I, I never liked I, I finished the game because i was just yeah, like wanted she, yeah. to torture myself <laughs> what sorry neither could she 
Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Cut, cut out halfway through. No, it felt weird. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it, it was. It was like it's just it's a bizarre and off-putting thing. And yeah, I think you're totally right. I think it's it's a trick because you can see it's like giant ass muscles and tits, and it, it's just weird. And in yeah. the game, it felt completely wrong. But now I'm looking at it, it's like, oh yeah, that's a fucking tranny. It's just supposed to be a tranny. Yeah, there's no question about it. Like they they don't. The thing is, why not just tell you that it's a tranny? Like they, 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 you know what I mean? It's like it's, why not just I put that it, into the character bio? Well, that's the most, most politic correct politics is that you shouldn't have to know. You should just assume it's a woman. That's right? true. Yeah. That's like the that's the. Well, that's should, the they shouldn't standard. have to tell you anymore. It used yeah. to be that like yeah they shouldn't have to tell you. You should you should just accept anybody for what they are. They're going to present a certain way, and that's just what they are. Like you just accept it, right? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of an actual uh, cope for this, which is like, were they to make XCOM three, which they probably shouldn't. You could pretend like War of the Chosen was is like the bad guy, or not War of the Chosen, the the tranny cops. Are the are bad guys? The you could, like make them like bad, the, like actually make them the bad guys again. Yeah, they're the rogue faction yeah. that's trying to integrate everybody. Yeah, yeah. Somebody and, should just make a mod where you do that with XCOM Two. Or that would be the Mirror Squad. Add them yeah. to XCOM Two as like a that bad sounds like pretty yeah. easy to do. As I enemy mean, VIPs, overall, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they call them dark VIPs, actually. That when and enemy VIPs that you have to kill. So the Chimera Squad are, are dark VIPs. Um, so, yeah. so Lewis, I, I send in and tell you, I already sent this to Mike, but on on the note of like the bizarre politics and just the the crazy shit um, in Chimera Squad. So here here's a I, this is what I, like, I I I think this happened. There's a couple of different interactions um, that take place over the course of the game, and uh, and and the characters like talk to each other. This is a conversation between two alien members of Chimera Squad. One of whom is a is a sect, for, sectoid former Advent soldier like psychic type guy, and the other is the um, the uh, reptilian alien type. Where basically, uh, so Verge the the sectoid says, "I'd never thought I'd be working for XCOM." Torque says, "Yeah, I didn't think they'd let an offworlder join the team." Torque, you are an offworlder. Torque said, "Who is again an alien, a reptilian alien like snake creature?" Says, "I'm from New Arctic. I am by definition an Earthling." And it's literally like 2015 migrant invasion tier. Like this, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the, like, this Arab was born in Paris, therefore he's French. Kind of, yeah. Like, like the, the fact that, that the fact they're putting that kind of dialogue in there is literally like that is not even a dog whistle, right? Like they're not even like th- that's no, the thing. Yeah, that's they, just very explicit. They, they, yeah. Sometimes people like interpret things as like dog whistles to the right, but then they hit you over the face with it with this leftist crap. Like literally, this conversation. It's it's also the funny thing is that's not that's a conversation that would happen in only in circles where people actually were discussing issues of race. So these people aren't yeah, so just, even that, and, yes yes that's a so great these point. people yeah. aren't even just like basic bitch liberals, which is something that has happened to gaming yeah. generally. Yeah, this is like which antifa. Is gaming, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. it's like antifa. You can there's it's antifa, and it's like tranny antifa wrote this game. And uh, and that actually, those people have a ton of power, and I'm sure you talk about this on your show a lot. They have a ton of power in the gaming world, the, especially the, the in the tra- press. Trannies uh, have this weird amount of pull in gaming. Yeah, yeah, it's very strange. I mean, it's not. I mean, it, I never would have thought it, but like ten years ago, I wouldn't have re- thought it. But now it's like holy shit! Like literally, gaming is like run by fucking trannies. Yeah, like significantly. So yes, <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's 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 insane. Yeah, and but not even just. I mean, the trannies is like, well, you saw that thing, or maybe you didn't about like was it was it with Nikocado Avocado and the 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 girl from uh, 
uh, Horizon. I don't know. Did you see these memes? I, I don't the last know. thing I saw with him was he was denying the Holocaust. <laughs> this was a little before that. Okay. Um, right, yeah. No, it was it was like so basically. I don't know if you're familiar with the Horizon. It's actually I don't like. I played a little bit of the the first one and I just wasn't very impressed. But anyway, there's like it was one of the big. Uh, uh, last generation PlayStation 4 games, and they have a sequel out, and it's 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 basically it's supposed to be like a like a you know hot red haired chick who's also like has a bow and arrow and is shooting uh like electronic like like mechanical robot dinosaurs after the apocalypse is is the idea. Um, the original character design documents for her are um like she looks basically like Princess Zelda kind of tier. Uh, they 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 made her a significantly less feminine and attractive, but still fairly you know like like an attractive video game woman character for the first one. For the second, she literally looks like Nikocado Avocado. Like you, you can see like like side by side the memes and and they put like his face on her and stuff too. But like basically, there's no difference in the before and after photos. It just looks like Nikocado. And and so yeah and and then there was also what was it that tranny character in the um the Last of Us where that was written by the Jew director when you go to the synagogue did you hear about this with the Last of Us and and uh, you you could use a sequence in no, a synagogue I yeah, don't really it, follow this gaming world I never much. played it either but yeah it was uh, in the Last of Us two which I mean, has I know, like I've a, heard of, I've heard of the game but it yeah. it, it, uh, it has a prominent tranny character um it was written by a Jew oh, and oh, I think a, I did hear something about there's a this. sequence where you yeah. go in the synagogue and it talks about how great Judaism is. But then, if you like try to shoot the, you could shoot pretty much any ambient object in the game except for the Torah and the synagogue. <laughs> like the game won't physically let you. Oh um, man! Well, do you remember like years and years and years ago? Like they came out with a. This was when gay marriage was still like not a, a quite a thing. When they were still like in twenty early early tens when they were debating it hotly, and of course it was twenty thirteen when it, it's not even been ten years since it's been official, and it feels like it's just like such a. It's, it's so weird, but anyway, when that was the big big thing everybody was discussing, they created um, for one of the Grand Theft Autos like a mod, with which was a gay pride parade, and I was like, oh, <laughs> so you boy. could like run it over? We all no, you couldn't, you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't. Because uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I remember they they I remember it being announced, and you could probably still find like the old YouTube videos of the announcement of this, and they make sure even in the announcement videos which are on YouTube of it to tell you that you can't kill it because gays were like freaking out about it. Like when this was announced that they're going to put it into, they're going to put a game. Obviously that's every, that's the thing that everyone's going to want to do. That's all anybody wants to do. And so basically like they, they, and the the faggots knew it right away too, because this, they put this out that they were going to put this into the game. And it was like this thing where sometimes in certain settings, like you'll, you'll be in a city and this will be happening. There'll just be, a gay pride parade walking, but it's like a background element of the of the of the of the city you're so playing it's a in, right? Modern part of America, circa. Right. It's know. just yeah. It's just you know, yeah. It's just it's just what is it? What did what did the mayor? What did the Bajit mayor of London say? Like the uh, part, part and parcel. parcel. It's just part yeah, and parcel. parcel. <laughs> so, but then like the gay community started freaking out, like out dot com and all that shit or whatever the fuck it is that they have there. And they were like, everyone's just going to like kill it. And they're not only going to kill it. They're going to like record themselves doing it and put videos out there. And I can't deal with that level of trauma. Cause they were like, they're like all these pumped up kicks in the background. Yeah. Like they're, they're like all these, all these white male fascist, racist, conservative gamers are going to like massacre the gay pride parade and then put videos of it out there. And then, so whatever rockstar games was like, no, 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 we've made it untouchable. Like you can't, it can't be, it can't be touched. Like you can't destroy it. Um, and that's really funny that they did that to 
that they did that. So, but it, it makes sense. Like if they're going to put something like that in a game where typically in these games, like I think that game is like open world. You're supposed to be able to touch and destroy anything, right? You, like that's the idea of it. Like you can break down any wall, you can touch any object, you can grab any anything you see sitting around and take it into your pockets or whatever. But you can't do that. This is like a holy thing. You can't. You just can't shoot it. What happens if you try? The, like I, the the does that uh, from what I, I never played it as I said, but, but as I said, but from what I understand, it's that that thing like um, some games will do if you try to shoot children, where like the gun just goes up and you can't interact with the um, like the fire button. You know what I mean? Oh, I see. I see. Like, if you're like, if you're aiming at it, the button just goes gray or something like that. Yeah, and and then the gun won't yeah. even train on it. It'll like point up. It, it'll it'll the like model. continue to like move around. So you yeah, can't do or whatever. It. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It'll just it'll just never point at it. Um, and, and you can't fire as long as you're you can't you can't pixel it. hunt like you, you, can, <laughs> no. you can't sit there just like I can get it yeah. <laughs> it'll just yeah um, that's crazy well, they don't do that to Christian symbols oh god no of course not yeah uh, they probably don't do it to Muslim stuff either they let you just massacre and slaughter I don't even Muslims. think they let you put Muslim stuff in a, in I haven't I'm not aware of any Muslim stuff in, in well any, any the I, well they put, they, they put they put proxies for muslims themselves yes, that's true and they urge you to go and slaughter them so you get in the mind to go fight for israel right but uh but yes they don't put like there's no like quran in a game because no that they would have to do the same thing uh because muslims would actually get angry christians will just take whatever though right christians will just like let anything happen like they don't they but, don't bitch about anything but to anymore. me the, the contrast was interesting because like okay i think it speaks to what you're talking about with 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 chimera squad because there's a kind of like reflexive liberalism just cultural liberalism like like the, in, in a sense even the what is it the red letter media guys have right where yeah, yeah, they're yeah. you know it's it's they're not it's they're like not like antifa just, yeah it's just yeah. what it's just drinking water liberalism you know it's just what everybody is, yeah. is raised on and, no, I, and I don't care what race you are it doesn't yeah, matter to me and right? and that's very different within, yeah. like as shitty and gay as that ultimately is you can do okay work as long as you don't go too far into like defending it ideologically or, or making a big deal out of it. If about it's just it. your background ideology because it's just the background ideology of the society and you're not thinking about it too much and you're just doing what you want, you can produce decent stuff. Like Red Letter Media does good work. Right. Because they're not super politically... And I would I would say that they like, never make a point of it and their critiques, the funny, their critiques of everything they hate Everything that they talk about, hey, the reason I like watching them, despite their kind of basic bitch tier liberalism, is they critique everything I hate in this trenchant way, and they hate it for the same reasons. And they just don't quite. Yeah, they just they they don't quite, quite get the, yeah. why. Or exactly. they maybe do, and they know they're not supposed to say it. I don't know. I can't tell. I don't right. think so. I think that like you can actually stay in the world of I am critiquing science fiction and fantasy and and horror and like and basically genre type stuff. Um, you know, like fan genre type work. They they all fan genre stuff is what they cover, right? And so, yeah. um, I can do that and just be in that world, and sometimes even critique some of the. Oh, they never will talk about it being political, or they sort of. I don't know. They they really beat around the bush on it, but they still do good critiques of it anyway. Yeah, well, I think it, it's it's that there's a there's a um. There's an increasingly visible line between, for lack of a better term, these kind of reflexive liberal types and the Judaized um, Antifa style yes. Yes. left, right? They, they, I don't know that Red Letter Media would necessarily consider themselves leftists. Um, they would certainly no. consider themselves liberals, right? And, yeah. and that's increasingly a, a distinction with some 
But it's also a distinction that they are increasingly going to have to have right. a hard time handling. Yeah. Because they don't like, just inherently, they just don't like what these Antifa because they... Well, nobody they, does. They, I mean, like... The, the, you know the I mean? unspoken thing yeah. is that all the shit you hate is Jewish. Like, right. all the crap you critique and all the directors and all the people that are... Like, all the people that they say suck that are controlling sci-fi... Uh, and I mean, and how many times you put up genres? Howard Kurtzman's face on yes. a thing and like and, and not notice that he's Jewish, well, right? I, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I. It does, but my point is, it doesn't even really matter what they yeah. think. It's like they are. They think it, even if they don't know it. Yeah. And so <laughs> there's going to like they're just you. You're actually, not an anti-Semite, but you your probably, brain is. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> like you're not anti-Semitic, but your brain is. That's absolutely right. And so it's like you. Uh, the other question is like what. Like you hate that world. Like there are probably things that are reactionary and right wing that you like secretly kind of like. And in fact, I know there are because there's a lot of those themes in fantasy and sci-fi, and you never really critique it. You 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 just accept it. Like, but the, you can find reactionary themes throughout all of this stuff, and they never. But like leftists and Jews, and myself as someone who's very political and like like hones in on like like subtext political narratives and everything. Like I will see when there's like you know fascist stuff that like oh, oh man they left that in ha and you can see that left leftards also pick up on it yeah and like and like really ideologically driven like Jews and leftists pick up on that stuff and they critique it and then the funny thing is people are like where are you getting that from it's just a movie I'm like no it's not I saw it too <laughs> right all now the Dune criticism, all the new Dune criticism was always like this is secret Nazis there was a lot of, there's a whole like section set of articles like that. And, oh yeah well they were and, actually like, saying it, it that clearly it, wasn't as someone who is a secret nazi uh it wasn't but it, it just was had a bunch of white guys and being aggressively white right militaristic white dudes in science fiction is not going to well, not look like nazis right yeah but also though like the, the new dune there wasn't that many white people but they were saying the funny thing about dune i don't know if you saw this there were some we read this on tedious i think um this one, I think it was a Jewish woman, had said like that, that this missed an opportunity. Yeah, yes, it was a Jewish woman. Alex and I read this. It was a Jewish woman who had written like a review of it, saying this was like a missed opportunity to basically oh, yeah, remember, yeah, throw yeah, yeah, sand in the face yeah. and like shit all <laughs> over the the, the 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 racist fans of Dune. Because she's saying here's there's she's out there. There's like this white nationalist like Nazi interpretation of Dune of the story of Dune. Uh, I don't entirely agree with it, but I see elements of it. Like I think sometimes people are forcing it a bit much, but you don't have to force it. Like there's enough right wing elements in there anyway that are just fine as they are. They don't have to make it perfectly Nazi ideologically, well, they, right? They did have some but, good like scenes that were like you know if not Nazi. I, uh, we talked about it is the uh, the bagpipes scene when they land on the planet and they're all marching out in formation to bagpipes. And it's yeah, just, well that's just they're inherently like, they're like the Scotsman coming to destroy. Egypt or whatever, and it's it's basically right. a oh it's a white scene. It's a very white yeah scene. yeah yeah yeah. That's like a that's like a very white like a military scene with white people and such like that. You're gonna have that. You're gonna evoke that feel. But I didn't see the new Dune movie. But this woman was saying that it, it missed an opportunity because it just did a Dune movie. Like it, she didn't take the opportunity to to make it ideological to subvert the original Dune to subvert Frank Herbert to subvert the story and to piss off white nationalist Dune fans. 
And that's what he should have done. That's what the director should have done. And, and, and the movie isn't good because it was a missed opportunity to basically shit in the face of white people was what this Jewish woman was essentially saying. And so that's kind of like, I think it's like, th- that's the attitude that, that motivates something like XCOM Chimera Squad. And uh, where it's like, it's also funny because you don't ever, you don't really see bad reviews of it. Because I was looking to see if I could find reviews. And most people say, hey, it's not a bad little standalone game. But they never play it again. Y- yeah, I, I was you know what I mean? in the... In the um, There's not much it, hate on it. I think it's because people know that if you openly hate on it, you're just going to get called a Nazi because well, you it's did, a, it, absolutely an anti-Nazi-themed movie. A mo- uh, uh, game, uh, game. Yeah, no, The uh, on the Steam discussion page, this was like... So I after I played it, I was sort of like trying to... And there was some back and forth on this and it was definitely something people were kind of noticing like what the hell I, I didn't originate the topic of sort of They're why scared, the hell though, are the, the, the steam commentators are very yeah and very and, well, worried the, about getting the cope, if they say something the cope was like oh well if you read the descriptions in the game if you read the descriptions in the game it's described as like this is one city and one like experimental police oh, unit in this there. one I'm just telling you what the cope is man like yeah, that's I know. and 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 but but I think it it shows you something important which is they're not defending it on like the ideological grounds that the designer or whoever wrote the writers right. like they're not set defending the ideology they're only not at defending all. like not at all. I want to play a game I want to yeah. play a fun game and like and you know you can you can sort of suspend your disbelief within the setting of like why would humans and aliens ever cooperate in this li- it's like the whole point of this setting is to have humans fighting aliens like literally what literally the entire point of the series but like okay we're going to do this one thing where it's like well what if they fought together to do okay there was another one of the other so one of the factions was a uh, human separatist faction the other was an alien separatist faction interesting enough their whole storyline was they're just trying to get home they're trying to hijack like one of the alien battle cruisers and like take it on a joyride back to their planet because they don't want to they, they're and, and zog is like not letting them it was like it, i was just well, like what the fuck good, is this we had a great what was it if they're going back to space palestine and you can't let them <laughs> yeah right exactly there's no right of return to space palestine <laughs> yeah. so like literally chimera squad is there to stop them from leaving yes. earth because they're hijacking oh like government pro- they're they're trying to steal oh, government see, property like the, 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 the spaceship well, is government excuse, property but in reality they just want them to they stay. literally just want to go home yeah and and it's it's horrible but there was like no discussion of that or no discussion of like defending uh the like chimera squad it was just all the discussion on the story was yeah it doesn't really make sense but we can kind of bracket it as you know well there's just this one little thing happening on one little city but nobody was interested in defending the actual that kind of cope is it's almost like the it's almost like the equivalent of like the boomer like well that's not happening here at least that that's not i know that sucks what you're describing but that doesn't happen in my town yeah right like well it's just this one city it's like no dude that when you say that it's like why is that the story that they're telling you though why if there's another city where it's different why don't they put out a game about that i would be almost i would almost be willing to believe or like give that cope some kind of credence if it weren't for the art and not even just the character design just like literally how looking at the art makes it like oh this is like an antifa artist like you could just tell because they make everything ugly and shitty and 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 just it doesn't right, look yeah. you know it's just kind of everything's a little bit off and it, it i think it's just deliberate and and the art tells me that irrespective of whatever else like no this is all i mean we knew that anyway but i i it, it, i can't emphasize how ugly visually a game it is yeah can't emphasize it so enough. the game yeah. itself doesn't have like cool graphics or anything or no it the 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 gameplay idea is kind of interesting but i don't know that i i like it as a replacement for the actual mainline series mm-hmm. gameplay which is um this kind of like quasi initiative system where um 
like in the in the original XCOM, if you use a suppression ability, right, it'll lower. It'll basically make whoever's getting suppressed they they won't be able to hit anything. Um, but they get their turn normally, or maybe they have to. Anyway, there's different things that can happen with this. Like in, in Chimera Squad, because it's on an initiative system, and the whole idea is you want to like push your enemy's initiative back and bring your allies' initiative forward. So like suppression will inflict an initiative penalty, like push their turn back. Right. Or That's you can kind like, of you know, cool. Just it it, it but, works yeah. pretty well, and and it can be fun as a game. My my main um, criticism from just like a pure game, leaving politics and all that aside, my main criticism was that. Um, and this was partially because of the theme, because it's like a police. The whole idea is like you're a police unit, and you're constantly br- breaking in, uh, uh, like the, whatever the kind of like host- hostages have been taken, or there's some bad thing going on, right? Criminal they, activity in the plot of the game. Don't they worry about being seen politically badly? For what yes, doing? you have to manage your. It's yeah, similar to yeah. like with the UN. It's like you don't, and you you don't yeah. want to. Yeah, you have to manage your how the you have to make sure everyone in the city doesn't hate doesn't them. hate you, right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Well, because you're constantly barging and you're breaking you're like, like the fucking whole, with everybody. Yeah, and and people just want to <laughs> go home, and you're like, no. Zog says you must stay. Yeah. Um, but the so uh, the game was designed by this guy named Mark Nauta. I'm just okay. looking up. He's yeah, up. no, that's a, a step prep I should have taken. I didn't even think to do I just looked nothing early life to see. What like, does well, really I'm, 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 I'm smashing, but I'm not finding anything. Uh-huh. I'm just looking at all this stuff he's worked on. I mean, it doesn't sound terribly Jewish name. He could just be a shit lib or a lip tart. He could also just be a figurehead and, you know, who knows like how much yeah, input he had. Yeah, like, what if he just know. wanted to make an XCOM game and he's like, yeah, okay, whatever you insane, right? Because they stick, we, we talked about this a little, I think a couple weeks ago, but they stick writers rooms full of these people because it's not like they have any coding skills it's not like they have any they but they, you know they can write their insane gibberish and then um hand it over to someone and then have it edited into something that may actually make it into the production so if you just like hand over control of the writer's room yeah. um no dude this guy's a, this guy's a, this guy's an anarchist dude <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking i found a video of him on a podcast yeah now nah, he's he's just a straight-up anarchist good good yeah. to know great yeah. thanks sid meyer that's good to know that your thing is now associated with antifa no it, it was um it was quite jarring of, of a of a like tonal shift and and just the, oh yeah that was what i was saying is is the um rather than like these kind of big outdoor areas where you are um you know you, you got like cell phone towers and and um occasionally you're you know constricted somehow inside a building but for the most mm-hmm. part the maps are pretty open everything is inside everything is an interior space there are hand like a handful of um outdoor spaces but for pretty much every single encounter you're in a tiny little room or a couple you know a series of rooms and you it just makes the gameplay you get hit a lot and that's also like reflected in like the uh, the the abilities and so on it's it's much more about um like just managing turns and it just sucks it just sucks and i hate that they took this beautiful series this great thing and and they turn it into this antifa mm-hmm. garbage tranny like tranny characters like what the fuck are these people doing i, I why so, does everything have to suck i'm sending you a screenshot real quick uh on telegram um if you saw that open of this guy from this interview on this on this uh like something i got called, it open i'm, I'm waiting for the yeah. something called the uh like Iron Lords podcast, which seems to be like a black game review, but this guy's their guest. This oh is god, him. that's him. That. That's oh him, my right god. there. So yeah, I, I'm like almost. I'm like I'm pretty sure that guy's a freaking ideological leftist. Just looking at him, right? Yeah. 
He's got yeah. like the the hat and the beard. Yes. Well, he's like a chubby guy chubby. with like a big a big. Shrug. I mean, he could be a right winger because he's chubby and has a beard. <laughs> but yeah, he's he dressed in all yeah. black with a scully cat. Like, he looks like the way anarchist. He looks like yeah. an anarchist on a, on an off day. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So yeah. There's something about it you can tell too. You can tell like there's just something about somebody. Just being kind of overweight and having a beard does not mean antifa. You could easily be a right winger with that. I mean, I should know. But the skull cap, but right? That's the, 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 other... the scully cap. But there's also you can wear a scully cap and be a, be right wing too. It's just it's just there's a you can, there's a feel there's a feel to it, and you get the feel looking at this dude. You know what I mean? You just get that feel. Well, if nothing else, he has his name at the top of this. This uh, he's also did. sloppy. That's the other thing. He's like does he sloppy in a way that like right wing men aren't. Even when they are sloppy, they're not like I don't know. There's a particular vibe you get. This is vibe. I can't explain all of it, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, I was seeing some of the shots of the graphics looked like they haven't changed it at all. Like it looks like the same engine as as Xbox. Oh no, it's basically DLC. It's like paid DLC. That's it's a standalone. Yeah. 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 Um, So there's not really any improvement. But I mean, my thing is like when I look at XCOM two, I'm like, how would you make this? How would you make this better? Like, is you could if you change the graphics. I mean, I guess you could maybe make some of it a little bit better. But if you if you have a really good PC or if you just briefly like max out out your graphics settings, you you set the graphics settings in the in the in the setting in the game to maximum. Shit looks really good, Um, and it's not supposed to be totally like super hyper realistic like it, there is a bit of a cartoony aspect to it not too cartoony but like, like gi joe kind of almost it's like a vibe. Yeah. 40k miniatures kind of thing like they're yeah yeah they meant to look like mini soldiers and like a mini map and i really like actually i think xcom 2 succeeded graphically with this much better than xcom 1 the graphics were a little bit dim they're a little bit dark and the cities were a little bit harder to navigate and and like objects and such and they really like they made it look like this cool like 3D map you're over like I really just like the feel of it like you got these little dudes and you're moving around on this map there's all these 3D objects and of course um I think I don't know if in if in enemy unknown or enemy within you could you, like shots would destroy or you'd break windows or you'd 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 you blow up cover or you know you you could you could you can break any part of the environment you're in Basically, you can smash it or blow it up or destroy it. I mean, you don't yeah, cars succeed. exploding is always a like that you'll get. Oh, something. dude, I'd always yeah. if you got aliens lined up next to a gas tank or something. You're like, all yeah. right, uh, yeah. this is great. But then the problem is, if you do that, you lose their you lose their corpses because their corpses are worth right. either money or so, or you can break you can like dissect them and get supplies and stuff. Well, you need it for research. You need like X number yeah. of uh, different cor- yeah. types of alien corpses to get you know, be able- and then you can use you their corpses to produce stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, you, you, like, you got to do it with the aliens. You, well, you use like you, the, so if you kill the snakes, you can get upgraded like med kits because their venom has like healing properties too and stuff like that. So, uh, but also you lose their loot because you're supposed to when you kill them, you can pick up the their gun attachments and stuff, and you can you can get like scopes and. And uh, expanded magazines and other stuff, like other attachments for your weapons. And if you if you blow them up, you blow that up too. So you can't get you can't pick up loot when you kill them. Because that's another thing at the beginning of the of XCOM too. At least you want to you want to you don't want to blow up your enemies because you you want to collect all the stuff that they've got. You want you want to like loot their bodies when you kill them. So so it's actually bad. It's it's yeah. It's, it's, like, it's a what is it a gameplay trade off? They emphasize that I think in XCOM One early on. Like you can yeah. explosives will do a lot of damage, and if you're gonna die, then that could be good. Yeah, if you're absolutely out of options, but you should try and kill them with. Yeah, because then you get the weapon yeah. fragments and the corpses. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, uh, but actually, in, they 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 significantly nerfed grenades in XCOM too. Like they don't like you would think throwing a grenade right on top of a guy just inherently would kill him, but they don't always. No, yeah, they, that's true. Um, they don't that, do that. That it's I think about, kind of that's something I would I would change just because it doesn't make sense just like narratively. Like, dude, I thrown a grade grenade, a frag grenade, <laughs> and it landed right, on your head, like directly <laughs> on top of this dude, and he's like still like, oh, it only took off three hit points. He's got one left. He's all right. They have this. They had a mechanic in uh, in XCOM in two. I think I don't know if it was part of the base game if it came in with Long War, uh, with Long War Two, called like Red Fog, where you could turn it on. Where if you injured you, you get a, a penalties to movement and aim and, and oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a cool. Uh, yeah, that's a good mechanic. But if like some like some, yeah, I play with it or not, depending if I feel like it. But yeah, it's a good idea because it's like it makes sense. Well, like, it's I think it ultimately sounds better than it works because it could be just really it feels punitive and annoying in in practice a lot of the time until you well, get it's, like. It, but it's but, good. It's good for you. Like you you can totally cheat and only have it apply to the enemies. Like only they get red fog. You don't. Like you can do that if you want. <laughs> but that's just cheating. Oh yeah, no. I, but I, sometimes I mean, it's yeah. fun to do that. But um, it's good though because it's like when I would play with Red Fog, I would I would sometimes use it. Simply, okay, well, I'm not in full cover right now, and I could get shot, but I've 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 hit I've I've impact I've put some damage on these enemies, so their aim and, and their stats are going to not be as good. So I'm, I'll probably be okay. So like you can take when you once you've injured them, you can take more risks. Like you don't have to always be behind full cover, and you know, but yeah. Yeah. But a lot of players don't. The consensus generally is amongst the people who are like the the players of this game that that that's not a, they don't like the mechanic. They usually leave it off. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I really like the game. I really like the franchise. I really like the way it's played. And I've tried playing other games like XCOM, and they fail. Like they, they came out this game. The guy who actually initially designed the UFO defense in the '90s came out of the game called Phoenix Point. Oh yeah, I heard. Which it. Was I a never total flop. It Did was you so play bad. It or... I never played okay, it. Okay, okay, yeah. I, I just no, I watched... saw that it wasn't very good. I was just hoping that you would play it and you would have something no, to say no. about it. Well, they, there were some experience. interesting mechanics that, that he they, he actually had tried to improve on certain XCOM mechanics and the graphics were pretty cool. The, but this, the, plot the whole thing of looked, the game like, was retarded. Well, but it wasn't it like like Lovecraftian horrors from the I mean I yeah, don't know, the art direction was so cool stupid. at least. I don't know about the plot, but the art looked cool well, to me. Here's my thing though. The thing is I don't want it to be like the thing is it's already enough like you're fighting you're fighting aliens, but it's still like a military standoff. Like you're fighting other soldiers. So sure, you go yeah, into battle to yeah. fight soldiers. Like I didn't like the idea you're fighting the thing is, how much fun is it when the, the level is not like another squad of enemies that have their own abilities and that you have to compensate for and deal with? And you know, okay, this guy can shoot fire, this guy throws grenades, this guy can do like psi attacks on you, like, you know, mine can like make you panic or mind control you or whatever. Like, the, the sci fi elements to, to some of the abilities. Or it's just a huge, ugly monster that you just have to shoot until it's dead. And run away from like that's, yeah, that's just not. More, yeah, it's not it's nearly as fun. Stupid. No. That's what that's what Phoenix yeah. Point was. Uh, yeah, that so sucks. Have you ever heard of uh, Massive Chalice? No. So it's Double Fine did one of these. It was a their first like Kickstarter game, but it's medieval like fantasy XCOM. And okay, it's, we're gonna do an episode on it. Pre, uh, Sounds kind of fun. It's really good, and there's a eugenics. It's like it's it does the whole right wing thing again on accident, where there's like a eugenics system. Where it takes uh-huh. place over like five hundred years, and you have to like you can pick and like marry off your teammates and like use their kids in next missions, 
There's okay, uh, it's 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 really fun. It's also like two dollars now because it's been out. For How a old long. is it? Uh, it was like 2016, 17. I'm looking uh, at. I'm looking. I I remember seeing a few games that tried to do the medieval XCOM type thing. One of them was like Banner Saga, which really oh sucked. shit, yeah, that it was like, the, again in case of like the so art. Bad. Yeah, it was not fun at all to play. But the, I was love no the fun. art, right? The mechanics, the art was kind of yeah. cool, but and and the way it looked was cool, but the the gameplay sucked and the story wasn't good either, and it was annoying. Massive Chalice and, and, has some real fun stuff where there's a whole you know like the most fun part of XCOM for me is like the grenades and throwing the grenades. Yeah, uh, there's a class I like the uh, I like the melee Chalice. guys. That only does grenades, like that's their entire class, <laughs> and you know it, it 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 like it definitely distills like some of the funner bit. It's a, it's a smaller game, but it definitely yeah. distills some of the like the more fun elements. And there's the eugenics angle, which is yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, it looks a little bit the the graphics look like it definitely looks more like indie. Like it's not that's funny because they they do have all these weapons and stuff. Like they've got like grenade launchers, like medieval style. That's funny. But yeah, my favorite kind of uh, character, I, I like the rain, the well, the, in the base game they're called rangers. In the um, the ones with the swords. In Long War, they're called shinobis, and you, you, they, they, they actually, I like Long War better because it's just like the classes are more fleshed out and they're more like, like in in the base game, a ranger has like a gun and a sword, but then once you get to like the Long War mods, which is just a significant mod that makes the campaign much longer, and you get. Four, you get double the number of classes and like you get just like a the ranger is just like a gun using class like he has a rifle he's got a sawed off shotgun and you can give him a pistol and he can use all these different guns and like mix and match and eventually once you get once you max him up to like eight level eight which is like top level he can shoot like five times in a turn because he, he can have like a pistol shot uh two shots with his with his rifle and then a shotgun shot and like so you can have him like shoot your pistol Throw like shoot off a couple rounds with your rifle, then run and blast someone in the face with a shotgun in like one turn if you like stack the abilities enough. And so that guy can just like rip through people. Um, and that's the, that's what's really rewarding. I mean, I know it's a video game, but that's what feels great. It's like once you get your guys leveled up, they can just like trash. The one problem with XCOM that they say happens is that the game gets easier because unlike most games that get harder as you go deeper. XCOM gets easier because your guys, you, you, there's like a balance problem with it where like your guys get, your abilities get to be so good that you just like trash, you just start Yeah, the power aliens. curve is always, is always kind That's of... That's what they call that power curve, yeah. Right, well, they, yeah. They, where they ameliorate it in a lot of interesting ways though. Uh, the two actually did it less than one, but two would do like missions where you would get like jumped at your base or you'd get ambushed and, yeah. you, and you couldn't pick like, you couldn't pick your top guys. You had to like run through it with mid-level guys. Right. Then, well, you get you can get attacked by a UFO. You can have the Avenger, which is your um your ship. It's called the Avenger. Yeah, I know. But that will that can get shot down by a UFO, or it can get down, or you have to like the UFO forces you to land, and then you have to defend yourself. And if you have a bunch of guys out, if your top guys are out on a mission, and you have nothing but like rookies or low level squad squaddies in your in your in your in your Avenger, you're fucked. Like they'll just come and just roll you. And then you lose the game. So, yeah, they well, do stuff like but that. It, it's a fun inversion because yeah. you become kind of like the aliens where they're sending a relatively elite squad at you. And you have like uh, – you usually have more in those missions. You'll have like 10 Yeah, everyone that's on – everyone, every character yeah. that's in your pool so will you, be able to fight. So you have like this yeah. – this, it's uh, – you know, it, 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 it inverts the yeah. – to have the game. Well, you can also uh, – you can build the um, – 
you can build the uh, the turrets. Like there's the there's the option where you can um you break you you, you break down the advent uh machine gun turrets, and you can like install them <laughs> in your own ship. And so oh, the, yeah, then right. you can have them set up for your Avenger defense if if you have to do it. Uh, so that's one way to and you and then you can once you do it you can like buy upgrades so they get the guns are better they have better aim and more damage and stuff so you have like automated weapons to defend your avenger it's a fun it's a cool game like i really like it the thing is it it is like totally um geared towards being a time sink and being really it, it stays for an intelligent person there's enough like strategy and things that change and stuff you have to think about and adapt to that you can really put a lot of brain power into it and like have a lot of fun doing it, which is, I think there's nothing wrong with that, but I also have to be wary. Like I can get sucked into this game. Yeah. Like, no, that's and, like for, Ax- for Axis games have always been this way. It's like, it's yeah. games for people who just have one more turn. Horsepower. Just one more turn. That was like, that was like the old civilization you. thing, right? Yeah. I got so bored with civilization. I'm very bored with civil. I used to play civ. That's the other game I used to play a lot. Like I would say probably in the aughts, that the one video game I was playing was Civ Four. I played a lot of Civ Four. That was I think the best one they ever did. Some people say Civ Five. I don't know. No, I think I never. I never was able to get into Five. I just I couldn't. It was it was left me cold. Something about left me cold. I actually kind of liked Six better than Five. I don't know. That's a very unique opinion. But I didn't even really like Six very much. I just can't do it like i don't give a shit like i start playing civ and i just don't care well it's all it's all the whole thing is wig history right like we had a we had an episode on civ but but to recap i mean there's one of the big problems with it structurally is because it's wig history because it's essentially libtard history there's no concept of like a dark age there's no concept of actually knowledge can be lost and bad things can happen and yeah everything is just constant progress and whatnot yeah and we're inevitably progressing towards this you know certain things and and so it all kind of feels like the the same thing though like I never saw Civil Civ as a game of like that element of it. Like I never went for any victory other than domination. Like I always like this is building. I, an army. I always went for science. <laughs> That's the easy one though. Literally, literally, you don't have. You could do that. You could never fight and and do that. No, well, it depends on like Civ Two. You you would and, and most of that was when I when I really cut my teeth on was was Civ Two and and then. Um, I did enjoy. I think Civ Four. I, I think you're right. Is is basically Civ Four was great. Yeah, they, they that's the where the the what it's supposed to be kind of is the most manifest. But um, you know, I mean, I I I, so I would sometimes do domination, but and you, I would I, I just preferred focusing on on technology. I was you know focused on technological development and yeah. I never thought of it that way. I only thought of it in terms of like leveling up to, for armies to go and like, take over the other cities. Did you ever play uh, Fall from Heaven? That was no, a Civ Four mod. It was okay, a fantasy. Yeah. It was a fantasy Civ. So you basically modded Civ Four into being like a medieval fantasy world. That sounds cool. It was fun. Yeah, but it was like it was also there was like a Christian element because you had like demons and angels and stuff, and you would have hmm. ultimately have these angel units, and or you could be bad and have demon. Units, <laughs> have demon you units, be, right? Yeah, you could be like you could be like yeah, you could have like vampire units and such like. So yeah, it was it was like that. It was like a medieval fantasy type thing. It was fun. I haven't played that in a long time though. I don't even have that installed on my computer right now. Um, I do have. I could download from Steam Civ Six, but I just and, and Civ Five. I have both of those. I didn't have Civ. When I was playing Civ Four, I didn't have Steam. Yeah, uh, it wasn't. It was not like I could. You could get it on Steam now, of course, but like yeah, I remember I, when but. I played it. I you have to you had to like have the code in the box to activate. Yeah, it. yeah, you would you'd like yeah, download it and you'd you'd get yeah. like a code so it would activate. Yeah, but I I played that game a lot in like yeah like the aughts and I tried playing. Have you ever tried playing Galactic Civ? 
Uh, you know, Galactic Civilizations. Yeah, I played a little game of that. Is, yeah. That game is fucking shitty. The yeah, game is so it, bad. <laughs> I, I keep, one of those things that like I wanted to like it, and I just couldn't. I wanted to like it, and I couldn't. <laughs> it sucked. It was so boring. And I'm yeah. like, this game is no fun. Well, and they and have even this, once, yeah. once you fight, like there's nothing to it. It's no. like, what? And, but the whole thing like, about fighting is like you, you you spend all your time designing battleships, and it's like I don't want to. I don't want my do time. That. Design, I don't, I don't, don't want to do that. For. No, yeah. that, that was for like weird autistic people that wanted to design. Like you could have like the most unique ships, and I'm like I don't want to do that. Nobody. They basically released like, and they came out with like part three, which is, like this huge release, like like Galciv four. Right? I mean, Galciv two was actually okay. It was like civilization in space. But with like kind of shittier graphics and like not not no voiceovers and you know what I mean like just like more more indie style. They did like Galaxy Three and they got more money or something and they're like just the ship designer and I'm like who fucking cares about that? Like that, that was like the whole focus of it. And the, the only other thing was like a little bit of better graphics and just like a huge galaxy map. Like you could play on just like a massive like immense map with like thousands and thousands but of planets. That, but that speaks that. to, I think, what you were saying before about the whole thing being designed as a time sink. And it's, yeah, it's designed it's, as an autism. I, as an I, autism I, what smoother. was it the other day? This is sort of like current events posting sort of, but I, because I, um, I, I just keep, I don't like, I just look at the gaming news to see what, you know, um, yeah. tabs on it. There was a, there was a thing, I guess, um, recently because some new zombie game that I don't even fucking know. I don't remember. Dying Light, maybe? I don't even, I literally don't even know the titles of these games. Oh yeah, no, it's called like, uh, back for blood. It's Train Left for Dead. It's Left for Dead for trainees. What? Whatever. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I it's mean, like, no, it's like they're all brown and they're all like. Oh God. Trainee Left for Dead. No, I don't it, think it was, it was Back like for Blood. It was it was a different one because I've heard of that one. Anyway, it, but the the controversy was it's an upcoming one, and and the controversy was that the designers were like, our game takes five hundred hours to complete, and and there was like this. Funny kind of disconnect, I guess, because everybody kind of understands what a weird and fucked up thing that is to say. Some people are like, you know, well, don't expect... You know, I, they make it an accessibility thing of like, don't expect people to have 500 hours to ple- beat your game. Or, uh, and, you know, this kind of like just absolute re- retardation. But I just find it interesting that like, uh, what was it also with... Uh, I think it was the new Far Cry that came out. Ubisoft was literally emailing the address that you had associated with the account telling you to play the game more. They're like it was in the voice of the dictator of the island. Like um, I've noticed that you've only liberated like seventeen of the, my my strongholds. Like couldn't you liberate another you know stronghold? Like you're really slacking off there, Goy. And it's just like people are, so people getting harassed in their email by the game. That's crazy. It's insane. But it's like okay, well, what is the, you know what is this even? I don't know. I I have. Um, I know Sven is is kind of critical of, of video games as an industry, and I have like you know as, as someone who spent. Not well, arguably I've got huge too, critics, uh, right? Of it. Yeah. Well, but not even just at the, the political level, though. Of just like you know, as you say, white men wasting their time with these virtual worlds. Right. I think there's right. like it can be valuable. I mean, or it can there, there's an artistic expression. Well, and there's things about it that can be good. But I think sorry, it's just I think it's it's a it's a good. It, their games are fine, but you also have to just also not you have to also have a real life so for people that do have a real life it's totally fine to kick back and relax and play some games for people that don't you should get a life and not and not make your life games like the thing is there's not very much to enjoy for relaxing in in your free time like for me i can't watch anything like i cannot watch i listen to stuff but then everything i listen to ends up being political so that's not really like relaxing for me um because that just feels like more work yeah. Um, and I don't like in movies. I don't like shows. And um, I, I read a lot of books, but sometimes that gets boring and I want to do something else. And so, like, playing games is what I'll do then. But um, And that's fine. 
I think though that people who literally spend their whole life gaming to the to the exclusion of other things have a problem though, and that is and it's a common problem. It's not like that's an edge case. That's a that's a that's a relatively normal thing these days. It's not Whoa. just that it sucks. It's that it's it's that it's like, I mean, how to say it? it's it's not. There's nothing compelling if, if of, about your average everyday life, and that might always have been true, but in, in America today, particularly, it's it's not just that it's like okay, there's some boring drudgery. It's like it's actually like the the outside world is just like actively hostile to you. I mean, it's an assault on your senses and your right. mind. Every, 24/7. Everything there, and even yeah. if it's like if you're not like undergoing like severe privations, like you are undergoing like a constant to the extent you're plugged into media world and like normie world or whatever and, and office world or work workplace world, you're just going to be exposed to just shit that is like absolutely contrary completely to all the values that you hold dear every day and have to just sit there and fucking let these people shit on you. And like, and, and, and other people, you know, also feel it too, but they are also afraid to talk. It's just a fucking night nightmare. It's just awful. And so I get why people will just be like give up on it entirely and just not even think about it and like just go to work to the extent they need to and then spend the rest of their time playing games. I completely understand that. Um, I just urge people not to do that. Like I, I urge people that are in our community. Uh, again, I'm not anti-games at all, particularly because it's a, it's a decent form of entertainment for people who are like when you can go and get older stuff or stuff, find stuff you really like. And um, it's also fun to attack how much... But again, the fact that there was a certain amount of escape for, uh, for that, that white men would enjoy in some of these worlds, like Jews are not going to let you ultimately even have that. And that's why they have like tranny cops, XCOM uh, tranny cops and shit like that. You can't even have your fun alien invasion fighting off thing. Um, you just, no, it's it too, to it's too political, shit. right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. like the, 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 well, gaming the wrong is, message. <laughs> well, the funny thing is gaming is highly political now. Gaming, yes. that's why it's actually also interesting like I'm actually, it sucks in a way, but I'm also kind of glad because one, I, I think politics are interesting and I, I'm always happy to talk about politics. Like a lot of people are like, why make it about race? Why talk about politics? I'm like, I'm always happy to talk about race and politics. Like we should always be talking about those things. Um, that's my view is like, we should talk about race and politics. I, I hate that. Like, let's not make it about race or politics. No, let's make it about that. That's what it's about. The reason you're saying let's not make it about that is because you don't want to contest with those in power. Like you want to just let them walk all and over. And funny, you. it's really funny how in the cultural space, in the arts, it was oh, let's not talk about uh, politics or religion. Yeah. And now it's now let's it's not race. Politi politics or race, and that's a pretty. Right. And like uh, you know, we've been a part of that transition, and we'll be resented for it. But yes, yes, that's, that's, I, we've that's, absolutely that been a part of that transition. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, no, because nobody actually. The funny thing is, like religion, it's just. Yeah, even the even the system is like telling you you can just be whatever religion you want. Like we don't care about that now, right? Like they, they they've really backed off on that, and it's all like attacks on. I mean, I just maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Christians who are devout go and they look and they see attacks on themselves all the time. But I don't. I used to see it too. Constant attacks on Christianity. I just don't see that as much anymore. It's all it's all attacks on white people. Always racial. Almost. I could be wrong. Well, about it that. was. The, I, I, I mean, I think we all understand that even when it was attacks on Christians, it was a proxy. It was a proxy, for white, right? Because they never attack Black Christianity. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Like, that's Richard been Dawkins never. Could you imagine Richard there's Dawkins going vein. after? Well, there's, sorry, there's such a rich vein of like Black Christianity to attack. Like, I know I live in a major well, it's, city. It's like really. Stupid. And I know a lawyer who specializes in like when the pastor dies. They have these massive like divorces where like. 
everyone's trying all these deacons in these black churches are all fighting for like a chunk and it's like a divorce yeah. settlement and that's what this oh, yeah. specializes in and it's just because it's because it's a money-making operation yeah and it's it's this really rich vein like richard dawkins could have field day if he was you know if you want oh if you would be and, like, willing to go and, and look at, at the structure of black christianity in america um, or just and, like and black record the retarded and shit. How... That, like, could you imagine like a black well, pastor dude, on a Sunday? Just whenever you running hear about like sometimes you would hear these stories about like some like church someplace try actually tried to perform an exorcism and like kill the kid or something like that. There's some blacks that do that shit. That I can think of a few specific cases where like they the media was poised to make a thing and it turned out it was it was blacks and they just it, they shut it down. But they blacks basically like tortured a child to death thinking they were doing like an exorcism in a church. It was a black child, but still it's fucked up. And like this is the kind of stuff that happens. So like these these pastors in Africa, they're telling them to like eat mud and grass and stuff. Like, have you ever seen these videos? It's just oh yeah, and, and like like paint thinner and shit. Like it's yeah. it's just. <laughs> I mean, it's just wild stuff. But it's not just like the like the black Christianity image you get from the media is like the um, the gospel church where they're all swaying and singing and getting into the feeling the spirit and whatnot. That's fine. That's like a black tradition. That's like theirs, I guess. And then you get the awkward white person trying to do it too, or the politician or something like that, and it just looks stupid. Everyone makes fun of it. But um, there's other elements of black Christianity that are much uh, darker than that, so to speak, much worse and shittier than that, and much more corrupt as well. But yeah. And 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 that's the thing, is as you were saying, like so when people were attacking religion, or you know, there was these attacks on Christianity. Uh, I, I'll never forget it. I think it's the um, now it was more edgy than an attack, although it was kind of an attack. But in in the finale, to, what was it System Shock Two? It's uh, there's like an upside down cross and a kind of sat- satanic scene. It, it's almost played for um, for like uh, how to say like because it's essentially the the this rogue artificial intelligence are you familiar with system shock at all mike or have you have you no it's it's no, it's no, actually pretty really. cool that that we should do something on it. it it's the the setup is basically there's a um it, it's very anti-transhumanist essentially there's a there's a there's an ai that's uh had its limits removed for like the the corporation that created it um the the guy was corrupt and so he wanted to like remove its limits to get it to do unethical stuff um but it achieved some kind of self-awareness and decided to destroy earth and create a bunch of mutant hybrid freaks funny how these like insane intelligences always come up on like i'm gonna create a bunch of mutant freaks but anyway um in the um in the sequel which which is basically an extension of the same thing uh uh there's like a there's a sequence towards the end where like there's a um the chapel on this giant spaceship that's been um overtaken by the ai and then have created all these mutants that you have to fight to get to it and uh like the i I forget if it's because you're like in zero gravity it's upside down but basically the whole thing is it's like an upside down cross but the but the implication is almost more that um the it's like this 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 uh insane hyper intelligence that wants to create these mutant freaks and destroy humanity uh is is itself like aligned with the upside down cross and the satanism so mm. that's actually kind i mean it it, it it ends up kind of working in, in in a way um but it's very much a part of and i think it was as i recall it was received in the same kind of discourse as all that kind of satanic black metal stuff in the 90s that um i think it was like 97 or 98 something like that it was around then um that sven often talks about right in like the music scene yeah um, yeah, yeah like i think that was really was really prevalent there the the attacks on on Christianity and, and satanic imagery and this kind of stuff. 
just and, gets um, so like tiresome. I mean, it's like that. But nobody that, cares anymore. Like nobody. When was no the last time you saw shit. any of that? Yeah. yeah like yeah. I don't even think real people really care. I mean, that was, that was like the tail end of the moral majority, and and then you got yeah, like the Bush yeah. stuff. But I think even by two thousand four. Like the libtards like to like to talk like to cry I should say about how it was Karl Rove you know and he put gay marriage on the ballots I don't think that's why like I mean maybe it, to some extent at the margins but I don't think even as of two thousand four people really cared about that right it no was, I mean it's really funny when you like we were talking about Jim Cornette the wrestling announcer yesterday in the show and and Jesse talks about has like how he's just hasn't updated his liberalism and to the point where he's now just like a Republican like he he has the same. <laughs> Views as a Republican yeah. Party of today, but he's attributing to them the views still of like the eighties, yeah. and he has no idea. And it's really funny. And he's like, these Christian fascists taking oh over our country to become a theocracy. Oh like he thought January sixth was to create a Christian theocracy. Oh. <laughs> like that's what he thought. Yeah. But it's like, did nobody clue you in? <sighs> Yeah, and yeah. and so, but now it's like it's explicitly racial. There's no proxy behind behind the uh, behind that, and it's yeah. and it's it's interesting that it's filtered in all the way to to. Um, game. I mean, I was I was thinking about this because I was like, I one I can't think of a game that I'm like interested in. It's certainly nothing that's been released in the past. I don't know, two three years at least. Like the whole everything I see looks boring and stupid. I mean, part of that I guess is getting older, but. Um, I think it's more like I mean stuff. Okay, some stuff. What is it? The new uh, the new game from from the from the Dark Souls guys. They're they're coming out with something. I guess that that does kind of look cool. I like Dark Souls. All right, there's one. But like, you know, other than that, every it's it's all just I don't know. I, I'm I'm tired of saying this. And I'm sure people are tired of hearing it. But it, it it's um it's um feels like it feels like culture just has been stagnant for at least twenty years now. Yeah. And, and and when is this going to end? So hold on one second. Sorry to. Go back. I want to go back to talking about no, your, tranny cops for a second. Sure, sure. Can your characters die? No, you. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, okay. So because <laughs> I was so, just reading a little bit about yeah. it, and the it says that reason is because I would just run the blacks into gunfire. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, I would just like run guy. them. I would just like lose. Just like yeah. run the the tranny black people right so, directly so you into basically the get like, nationalist alien. Yeah. Well, and and it's yeah. because they're, they're. I mean, among other, there's that, and and that's a function of the fact that they want the the black lesbian. Um, they don't want her to die. Scenes. Yeah, they need her talking in all the cutscenes, essentially. Yeah. So what happens? Well, is... Well, it's just a stupid way to design the game, right? Well, and that was what I was—I I didn't make a very the connection very clear, but that's what I was trying to get out earlier as far as the like the level. Yeah. It's reflected in the level design because the level design is all these tight little spaces, which means you keep getting hit, which means like it—it's like the game itself is incur is, is is responding to the fact that it's basically impossible to die. You you can do it. You get you basically your your character starts a timer and then um you get a very generous timer to when they like actually die. Out. Yeah, you get a bleed out to when they actually die and then if they actually actually die, which I think is a further step, then uh it's game over and you have to load a save. But that happened to me maybe I think it happened to me twice, of which once was deliberate. Oh, okay, so if if a care if your main one of your main characters dies, you just well, lose. but they're all main characters, right? Because <laughs> it's like you don't get. Oh, but they the, all are right. They're all main. So if any of your any of your characters in your squad permanent reaches the game state of like what would be permanent permadeath in like an actual XCOM game, yeah. then it's game over. Well, that's funny because in 
in the in XCOM two before they released War of the Cho- Chosen, they released another DLC called Alien Hunters. Right? Yeah, and again, like another base yeah. title, right? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> called Alien well, Hunters. I, I consider myself a bit of an Alien Hunter too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. They might as well call it like it's like Ice, just yeah. XCOM two Ice, right? Alien <laughs> Hunters. This was in twenty seventeen. So they yeah. released Alien Hunters, and um, in one of the, there's a couple, there was a couple story missions in, in Alien Hunters, and in one of them, you like I said, you can become Bradford or Central, who's the guy who's doing the voiceovers for most of the game, but he, he only he only spawns on that one story mission, and I don't know what happens. If, I never actually figured out what happens if he dies. Because he does need to be there for the rest of the game. Presumably, it um, does the same thing where it's yeah. I think it, it might be game, game over, over, or it might yeah. be just like he he doesn't he doesn't they do they do one yeah. cheat for this one mission where he doesn't right. die he he bleed he just goes down and then you have to drag him back to the to the yeah. Avenger or something like that. I don't know, but he's so powerful. Like he's got so many abilities that like he just he's too he's so badass that it's all that it's like um it doesn't it just doesn't, didn't come up like you know i played the level and it just like won and i just beat it no problems right so um and i i would actually want to look into that like when you have bradford on the story you also i don't think you have to bring him you can like choose not to i don't know but it was kind of a cool thing they're like yeah you can actually play as bradford in this one mission and it's awesome everyone liked it because everyone likes the character he's a great character but but um, but yeah, I would like uh, you know I, I'm kind of curious what happens if Bradford dies like in that the, mission. It, I think he's voiced by like the Spike TV announcer too from like the mid 2000s, isn't he? That would make I, sense. I have no idea. I, I think because he, he has that opinion. like gravelly masculine, but yeah. like not. It's not overly dud, but he he's got a, he's a good. Well, I like when you're like if you're playing and you're not you're not like g- moving towards a game objective because the game gives you like a list of objectives. He's like commander. You have to do this. <laughs> it's pretty funny. He gets like impatient with you if you're not if you're not like following through with the game objectives. You're just like you're playing direction without any direction. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny. I would actually be. I actually kind of wonder what happens. Is Brad Ken Bradford die? It's an interesting question. I'll I'll check that out. <laughs> I'm sure that like there because there's a there's a there's a there's a small but active community of modders and uh, streamers with this game that. Uh, that are you know I, I i do enjoy watching some streams of it where to see guys because it, it helps you if you guys got guys that are really good at it it helps you to sometimes watch how they do it to, to avoid because sometimes like how is it that you can play how's it you can play like uh like on legendary uh like some of the very early missions on legendary difficulty are like super hard and these guys are playing like flawless flawless missions on legend sometimes i wonder if they cheat like if they, if they if they play the if they 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 basically do a save at the beginning and they play it knowing they know where all the pods are and sure they, make, they seem to make the right moves but they just know like where kind of how the level like because you could do that if you wanted to but um but they, sure the way they play cool. does give you does help you yeah. understand because when sure they play you, live streams they fuck up a lot more than they do when yeah. they do like episodes on YouTube so yeah well I think they also I think you you probably slowly get a sense if you I'm sure it's like that after you play so many hours that like where these pods do fall yeah you not, get you get a feel once you when you get into when you I I've noticed this I if I play if I play like for a few hours I'll I'll get into a point where like I could just get a feel for it. And like you can just start like mo like just like stomping through levels, and again that's when it starts getting real fun. When you just when you actually get the feel for it, when you get, feel comfortable and you get a feel yeah. for it, and, and you're just like, and all right, I know where that, like, I know where I know what to do and how to play. The, and, the re- yeah. and the reason the power curve uh, in XCOM isn't actually that big a deal is because no matter how like well you're stomping through stuff, 
there's always the risk of permadeath. Yes. Yeah. So yep. even even when you're totally on your game and you're just running through, you know, level after level, there's always a risk, and uh, it's never gone. And that's what I think. Why, I mean, why training cops sucks, right? Because it's one of the reasons. No, the, the game sucks. itself. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, it, the game itself prevents you from like having any sense. Well, it of also that shielding you, tension. shielding you from consequences like that, even in the the con the um the context of just a video game right like not even letting you die in a yeah. video game is like the yeah. most pussy tier like yeah, that is like the most just that is like just so that is so fucking antifa like just that is exactly what i would expect from like tranny sjw game development right <laughs> like you don't even die yeah, you like it's just yeah. the whole. No, they're all about it, that yeah. these days. Like no, there's no like no failure state. No, ne no fails. No negative consequences. Like and yeah. it's just it's all about. But it's like see that is totally contrary to the ultimately the idea. Like the even even just in the in the in the in the context of a game, which is like games are actually you know people take them very seriously and they actually have for a long time. Like, uh, it's not just video games, but, you know, people have played games and, and, and uh, made themselves face consequences for winning or looting, losing games for a long time. Uh, so it's not like it's, it's some new thing where it's like, okay, you're totally in this, this alternate world. But um, the idea of, like, what's the point? Like, for a white male, at least, even a nerdy, autistic, like, maldeveloped one, like, the idea of, like having no failure state in a game yeah. or no way of losing, then there's nothing to beat. It's pointless. Right. But that's kind of what the way that, um, that's That shows you the attitude of the kind of gaming left, which is that like they want, and increasingly it's also, a, it's also kind of female, you know, but in not, I don't even want to insult women by saying that, but there is that, that kind of aspect of it. Right. Where, and they, they do this where they like, we want to develop games where, like, it's not the like non-conflict oriented games where you're not fighting something. So, what's the point? I'm trying. Yeah, yeah I, absolutely. I'm trying. Th that's been a huge um, um thing they've been saying for a while. I'm trying to find it now, and I here we go. Yeah, there was a um, like they've been talking about like developing games where they're they're not based on the idea of conflict. They're based on the idea of cooperation. Like, just don't so be gay. It, Stop being so gay. <laughs> Here's a so this is a discussion that's happening on Twitter, uh, but it's like getting the rounds, I guess, in some of this. I saw this on post, so I'll, I apologize. I'll do a little bit of reading here because it's it's all on this specific issue. Um, somebody named Anthony Lamaster says it boggles my fucking mind how we lost gamers to the right. Capitalism is the biggest cause of the decline of gaming. Microtransactions, blah 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 blah. Like gaming is a microcosm of the ap absolute failures of capitalism. Everything wrong with cap so. So then this other person says more intelligent. This is a tranny on Twitter responding to that. Says, when was the last time you saw a left wing gaming clan? The reactionary politics is baked into the mechanics, and they're exposed to it as at increasingly younger ages, where their primary social contact with people who get them enforce hierarchies of competition. She's talking literally about uh, yeah. she I don't uh, you know like halo gaming clans or something right right She's like, like, about, like just leaderboards on first person shooters or whatever yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's obviously that is no but she's not that's not it's wrong, not wrong though. no and she, and she continues yeah, Le leftist totally politics leftist politic in games starts with games that foster community cooperation instill at a mechanical level that you can work together even in simulated competition but, but the <laughs> jokes on them because like when people do communities they start making like you know Hawk and Cruise mods for for a game like even like collaborative stuff always ends up coming our way 
Like that's what I'm saying. Good. When you let guys form teams, like, like the other thing is like arguably you, gang, gaming is very and cap right now. And if you do make it community oriented, it's gonna become fascist. Like <laughs> they they don't win. Like there's no. no that's true. Win. That is true. Like the the thing is the end of, they, they would rather it. They they should from the perspective of the left, you should emphasize games that are about individualist competition because if you if you create now the problem is you're just not gonna you're not gonna have good luck with games that don't have a competitive element an element of risk and an element of winning and losing where one person or one team is better than the other but you have these games like like PUBG and others where you can you i don't know if that one is one where you do it where you you have a team a team of dudes right like you and your friends are a squad and you go out and you yeah. fight other squads right that's you have to work together when you do that, and the be, the, be, the ones that are win are going to be able to, to work together to the work best. The best. Actually, yeah, but that's not the kind of cooperation they're talking about, right? I mean, it's right. It's, it's the well, whole that's cooperation to beat another group. Like that's not what they so, want at all. To, to respond, exactly like, what they don't want you to do. Exactly. No, they they want and and they want to live in this fantasy land where you can. There is no. Well, here, here let me. Here's what I. Here's something I wrote on post, which which speaks to this. Uh, it's not even that. It's despite because uh, so uh, our friend of the program Louis Conde says, uh, who's not Louis, my co-host, says settlers of Catan is boring. Was like his response to that, which is yeah, exactly like nobody. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess some people like Catan, but the whole idea of what, what, what is settlers of Catan? You don't know settlers what? of Catan? Basically, it's like uh, it's a board game that's kind of trying to do a civilization thing. I, okay. Can you explain it, Louis? Maybe better than I can because yeah. So um, it's kind of like. Imagine, like, the opposite of Axis and Allies, or Risk. Okay. Where you're... Oh, it's like no you risk? You can win on points, <laughs> but, like, everyone occupies... There's an island, and you're all kind of expanding and colonizing it and developing it, but you're not, like, you. there's no wars. You're, like, you know, okay. building roads and villages. And, and you're resources. trading lumber for sheep and shit. Yeah, it's... It, it, you're doing... It's, 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 like, collaborative... There's no mechanic. There's no mechanic but for like attacking someone. Yeah, there's, there's, no, right. there's no. There's no. It's not. It's like. It's not adversarial. It's like. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So, and 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 so what? The, my my response to this was, you know, the the. The problem is that despite their best efforts, they're still explicitly talking about competition. There's simply no getting away from it, and that you would even want to is serious mental illness before we even get to the fact that it's a tranny or whatever. Part of the whole idea of the Mahabharata, that's like the big Indian epic, is that war and games or gambling are on a continuum. Everything in the Mahabharata kicks off this giant continent-spanning war because uh, these these brothers are gambling a wife in a, in a game of dice. Yes, Pajits, but you understand. Uh, soldiers in the, Ili in the Iliad and the Odyssey are constantly drawing lots just for fun. These literal mutant freaks want a world without competition or struggle, not in some grand eschatological sense, in the sense that no one will ever come between them and their rainbow dildo, dildo and their goy feed and their Star Wars product. And, and what, I, what I mean is, yeah, that like it's, it's they're envisioning a world or trying to think like their whole politics depends on a world. With, with no competition with no scarcity of resources and so like the idea that like because we live in the because the real world has you know these probably scarcity of resources and people need to work together and they're we're in a competition whether you like it or right. not like gaming inherently is going to reflect that i mean just by its very nature you know games and war are on a continuum right they always have been right and and so like but they're trying to like completely as you say i like the, the, the opposite of axis and allies it's like yeah whatever the opposite of like like if gaming and war are one of, like, like imagine it doesn't even make sense that's the thing that gets me it's like what are you even talking about you're some weird well, what, bizarre what, what, utopia. what you get what you can get with that is you'll get like the kind of phone games that women play <laughs> you like design a little house or something like that or you design a little store 
yeah. like sell people like uh, baked goods or something like that. You know what I mean? They, those yeah, yeah, those yeah. cheesy like time wasting. Or like Candy Crush, maybe you know. I don't know. I don't mean not not that there's anything wrong with like. There's actually oh God, an oh God, element of competition <laughs> to Candy Crush though. Like, but I'm talking more about the ones where like they're like literally games of like interior design where you like. But, but even then, yeah. you have to like accumulate like money or something like that in order to get the, better like, stuff. They, like, some of the I've some I've I've seen some of the lefty discourse around this. They there was an early. This is like a spawn from an earlier thing called months ago, where there was this big push and I don't know, not really big, but astroturf big by Twitter, of like tranny commentary at they were advocating abolishing leaderboards in shooters because you can in theory contribute to your team in ways that aren't killing your enemies <laughs> by like driving vehicles or healing or whatever and they were advocating uh you know leaderboards are a toxic blah 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 you know creates fascism mm-hmm. and even in the most like gay whatever single player collaborative whatever like there's going to be a, a leaderboard or, 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 or some best player and yeah they, there's no way you really can't that. not have that yeah yeah well there i mean like, to me again the thing is they're not they're not wrong ultimately like and 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 right well to the like extent how that, it, the idea it boggles my mind that we lost gamers yeah. right it's like that's retarded yeah. like yeah when, when would you not when were they not lost to the right when you didn't hear what they had to say, like the only time they were not, from your perspective, they were never. They, my my thing is, you, you never lost them. It's just that the problem is right now, and increasingly, and it's not even new. It's been the case for like fifteen or twenty years. They've been giving you feedback, like you you can see and hear and understand what people that like video games think and how they are, and yeah, they're like white men from overwhelmingly, and they like competition. And they like bants. They say nigger when they kill you in Halo. <laughs> they yell nigger when they miss a shot. They yell nigger at basically any bad thing. <laughs> Anytime anything bad happens, you just yell fucking or nigger. Or good sometimes, you know. Not, yeah. and even, oh, like, nigger! <laughs> yeah! No, literally, and, nigger is like the, the term of abuse for gaming. You have to it just... Is, oh, nigger is, is like constant. It can be... It's like it is replaced fuck. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Like, nigger, well, it's, yes. It's, I you know I, I game and I say the gamer word you know because I'm a, I'm a gamer it's 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 our, it's our word, word. I mean yeah. I don't know what anyone yeah. else thinks and the funny of... thing with the competition angle is that even like in their wonderful like if like all every white guys stopped playing games tomorrow and it was all just like Asians and black guys and Pajits, they would still be like competitive and 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 find this training stuff cringe like there's they they really and the audience well, nobody is more likes male it. than anything else it's more male than it is anything else. And even all the all the best and biggest f- female commentators on gaming are all fucking dudes anyway. <laughs> it's, just, it's like well, that's what's so <laughs> funny is like the women in the so-called women in gaming are all just dudes. They are because <laughs> like, they're trannies. So it's like you you literally have like like trannies and uh, and then actual men. Yeah. So I'm looking. I know at- a very. Uh, I, we have a family friend, unfortunately. Uh, who, oh gosh! Who who is a uh, who who became a transsexual, and uh, and he and he ended up getting a job at Google as like a, a coder woman, because oh, they God. need more women coders. But like that's a that's a nigga like like uh, that's a whole nigga. That, that's just the way and that's just the way it is. Like any women in tech, I I don't think I've ever seen a picture of women in, women in tech event that didn't have a couple yeah. very strong jaws. You know. 
Yeah, no, the the Google has a there. I I there was a there was this uh, person called Justine Tunney, who was like in the NRX scene in New York City. That was a tranny. That was like a big time Google coder. I never actually. I met that person a few times. I was always like, "This is very why why is this, why why is this happening? Like, why are you guys doing this?" Uh, but the NRX people defended it. They were defending hanging out with this person. I was like, "Well, I, I, uh, you know, it's not really like my scene." That guys. NRX slogan is like, "You know, become worthy, cut off your penis." You know, it's well, it was just like yeah. it was like become worthy of working at Google. Like that's how you do it, right? You, how do you show your worth? You cut off your dick. But yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, Justine Tunney was racist, and so he would say things like, you know, like every time I, a black person comes to Google, I laugh because they can't code for shit. I'm like, okay, what about a woman? <laughs> and then they, he, this dude would probably say, yeah, women can't code for shit either. He probably would say that. He would probably say that if he was. And, yeah, I mean, if he could. No, he, he would even yeah. even as even as his in his persona as a as a woman, which I think he was a. I think he had had the the, the, the stuff done, and this oh. dude had had all this stuff done. Um, uh, he would probably still say, "Yeah, girls can't fucking code." He probably still hates girls in a way, you know, that's, in a weird, yeah. funny way. I mean, that's also wild that he would hate like black people because, as a tranny, that's like his entire sexual market is like. Black. Well, it's you know? it, look. It, this was a this was a novel. This is an extreme novelty individual, right? Like neo reactionary racist tranny, like it's a very novel. It's, very, it's <laughs> yeah, like, like very over, overdosed on uh, contrarianism. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like uh, how many I different? Would, yeah. I would disagree. I think a, a large portion of no. It's actually, actually <laughs> the thing is here's something here's something though here's something though for real though it makes sense. Oh yeah, everything well, everything about it yeah. made perfect sense to me. Like the person had there was a definite place in this society for There's that person. There's an almost admirable coherence to that worldview. <laughs> you know, it's a very coherent worldview. It actually and does all fit together. Yeah, it all, all, every, every piece builds together, on every other piece. Kind of, <laughs> oh god! Oh, you know, maybe, but uh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say every piece builds on but every other piece. Oh, but no, that are neo reactionaries even around anymore? Like what? I mean, nah, nah, I, it just doesn't nah, even. So nah. it's sort of like I mean, I, I, I well, this was like years ago. This sure, was like sure. this is in the early tens, I would say. Oh you know, yeah, well that was yeah. okay. Yeah, so that was a while. Yeah, um, yeah, we were first starting out with TRS. Oh, yeah, yeah. Early 10s Neo Reactionary, then I totally, I see what you, yeah, I got Well, it. that's when I would hang, go and hang out with Neo Reactionaries. Uh, I, I would go and, 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 like, meet them and talk to them and, and like, you know, I, I even became friends with some of them. But, you know, it's just that, that that whole scene is dead now. It's, like, literally dead. There's nothing to it. It, it, got, it got sucked into kind of, like, retard MAGA sphere and then... The whole thing was actually a project of Peter Thiel to try and make the right wing like not dumb and attractive to smart people, um, but also not anti-Semitic. You know, like basically it was it was a very thin. He's still trying to to, <laughs> he's to still thread doing this that, needle. Yeah. He's still trying to thread. It's not really working very well because he just keeps coming up with stuff well, that other people see as alienating and cringe. So it's it, like, what can you do, guy? Well, even worse than that. I mean, that's like, again to, to to hammer this point. Like, I mean, as a, as a smart guy like you, you know, I think the problem is it, all of us here and the whole thing. Like, I mean, a lot of us are are smart people. It's not they want to have this this um, this uh, this this cringe. You know, the, what is it? The, they're saying about the Patriot Front thing. Like, oh, aren't aren't white supremacists quote unquote all you know basement dwelling neats who are fat and out of shape and et cetera, you know, and, and, and just generally suck yeah. at life. And the problem that they're running into is like, well, no, not only are, are the smartest people in this society, smartest white people in particular, um, but not exclusively white by any means, increasingly just sort of understanding the reality 
of Jewish power and what it means for our day-to-day lives, uh, it, 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 they just don't, they, they don't have any way, or, like, it's, it's just, it's just a fact, like, they, they, and, and they're seeing it, um, not only in, in, in their own lives, but in, in previous literature, people are understanding that it's, it's, you know, it's not some historical aberration or anomaly that Voltaire was extremely anti-Semitic, you know, like, the, one of the architects right. of the Enlightenment, we can have our problems with the Enlightenment, we can have our problems with Voltaire, and yet, <laughs> even Voltaire is here talking about Jewish power, I and, think, and, I think know. it's important when, when you run into something like that, like, I don't do that anti-enlightenment stuff at all. Like, sure. I, I think that's actually really stupid because it's like you, you can't throw – you can't just do that. Like, you, they, that's the other thing. That, that is why I'm not a reactionary is because I actually I actually find it kind of cringe, to be honest. But, like, um, there's a difference between – I guess there's, there's different kinds of it. But, like, generally speaking, I, I try not to be reactionary. But it's like th- that whole, like, throwing the enlightenment out. It's like, why? Like it's not it's that's not the issue. The issue is just Jews, dude. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, like right. I'm sorry. Like I, I know I'm like reductionist on this, but it's like, nah, dude. Like literally, there's nothing wrong with white people getting like smarter and more understanding of the world around them, and and not 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 having like asshole monarchs like shitting on peasants and stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with getting rid of monarchy. There's nothing wrong with democracy. There's nothing wrong with nationalism. You know, and in fact, there's even elements of early liberalism that, that are I am yeah, okay with. Yeah, well, the, part know, of the project was That we've all incorporated into yeah. our world. Nationalism yeah. was a liberal world. Exactly. It was, it was, the monarchs uh, were like ruling over tracts of different peoples, and they just kind of viewed them as interchangeable yeah. widgets. Right? Yeah, so, no, they they, they were the absolutely thing? like we're going back to that kind of thing. If you want, and my thing is like if you're a neo reactionary that wants to go to the back to like anarcho-capitalist like you, you are there like you are I used to say like what does Moldbug actually have a problem with with the present system like what actual problems does he have with it because when he describes his world I'm like we're not it's not like the only thing is like it's like it's there's some amount of ability to push back through the government or something I, I don't know like what is well, the issue it, it, it's kind of reminiscent of that old uh, you troll you could do to libertarians where you would say like oh we currently live in an end cap society we've all have we live in this covenant community called America and you, you know, we all agree to these things, which is always a good troll. But it applies the exact same to NRX because it comes out of that same mindset where, yeah, no, we have these, we live in these fiefs, and our corporate overlords have decided to organize us like this. You know, right? Yeah, Joe, no, Joe know. Biden like, no, is you, out there today you, begging. You people. are literally actually under some, like you are actually under like corporate overlords. Like you, you, you say that that's the ideal society. The only issue is that you're just not the overlord. He- headline this morning is Joe Biden begging Twitter and other social media companies to crack down on misinformation. So they've got the president of the United States saying, "Please, corporate overlords, please do something about." Uh, and they told hot- him right. to say that, like, and they they told him to tell them that. Which is like the most right. That's the <laughs> yeah. funny thing. Like the, the the corporate overlords like tell the government, "Here's what you have to tell us to do, so that we can cover yeah. our asses when we want to do what we want to do anyway." So yeah, NRX, you right? won. Yeah, right. We got what you wanted. Well, NRX literally won. Like that's the, that's why I just, that was my troll and mold bug. Like you've won. Like your your worldview is in place. Like or, or maybe with a few, you know, maybe not ideally or totally perfectly, but generally speaking, yeah, like it, it is like. Like basically, you you hate democracy, and his thing his thing is like it's the exact opposite of the truth. It's like the problem today is that it's like too democratic. Like too many people have a say in things when only like really. I mean, think about how Jewish is only like a small group. What best, most intelligent people should actually be running anything? It's like well, I mean, now if you're if you're if you're like a highly intelligent nerd, that could appeal to you. Because it also there's the embedded in it the promise that well you're one of these special people that knows how the things should run and you understand all that, but like the fact of the matter is you're just not. 
Yeah. Well, the, the, one of the purest like forms of democracy that still exists is like the referendum, which was popular in a, in in the thirties in Germany, and extremely unpopular. Like refer, national referendums never happen in the U.S. They just don't. Yeah. Whenever they do, popular. they get overturned by courts. Or even unless yeah, it's like do, unless the whole thing it. is astroturfed by Jews for something they yeah. want to do, but they don't need to do that because they can just work through the the normal political system that which is yeah. just what like meant to from, do nothing for you. Somebody, some big brain on UNS did like a review of Hitler Democrat recently, and they said like, uh, in the first year of like thirty five to thirty four, there were like seventeen national referendums, and in the history of, uh, the British democracy, there's been three. Yeah, you know, it's 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 like this 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 idea of like that democracy is the problem or people is it, it's it's like. Almost identical. It's one hundred percent the opposite. It's this is like the problem is not democracy. And- yeah, no, that's it's Jew. That's the Jewish. What that's how Jewish. That's the Jewish right wing view. Like that's the 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 view that Jews seduce like right wingers with, which is the problem, is that like the system is like too democratic when it's just like literally totally. It literally needs to be more like uh, top down capitalist, and then it'll be better. Like, that's the view. That's what they put out there. And also the idea, though, but it's like, but but freedom to, that there will be like like open channels that where you can like easily cycle up into like the elites. But it's like no elite class would ever allow that. <laughs> yeah, when why would that, they that ever that, happen? Right? Yeah, right. Like why would they? Why once people got a hold on power, they make it easy for like not members of their like outgroup members to enter into the power system? Like they they just wouldn't. Like it's just like yeah. So and they don't and historically and you can't and and you can't ever expect them to, and it's like I wouldn't you know I wouldn't either so yeah it's just yeah it's just it's ridiculous but yeah anyway I don't well know. did um did you want to end it there did you have more you want I mean you're you're welcome on really, of course anytime like yeah yeah I mean I don't really this is this is the only game I really know a lot about of of, of you played you mentioned times. The Witcher. Yeah, I mentioned Witcher. I don't really have much to say on it. I mean, it was a fun game. Um, you've probably already done that, though, right? No, we have not. So you've never done it. Uh-huh. No. So maybe I, don't we can, know. We... I haven't played it, dude. I have not played Witcher three since like twenty fifteen, since when it came out. Like I, it, I, I, I got it. I totally up to you. I, I mean, like I think it would be fun. I think if you if you would like to talk about The Witcher, we could talk about The Witcher anytime. I also know. I yeah. think I think what I do think we're all interested in. And maybe we should get together with Alex for this too, or maybe we could do multiple ones or whatever. Is um, 40k just exclusively talk about 40k, Horus Heresy lore, and and analyze it from not just to like you know do the nerd lore autist yeah. spurgery thing, but to like look at it as a kind of uh, like you know from a right wing perspective or to see what it might have to say or you know well, like dude, it's literally the <laughs> there's no ability to even insert any kind of blevin. well they're trying you know what i mean they, like they, they want to but it's like how can you like right it's really funny because there are there are speaking of XCOM again when you play now you can mess around with that a little bit there's more leeway for the left with that but not still it's kind of hard i'm not a whole lot no but um when you know you you can do voice mods and stuff and um i like to put voice mods on all my guys and i have some from 40k some other 40k products and all the things that they say is like 
like heresy is equal to death and then like uh are there like even one little bit like even to slack off a little bit opens the door to chaos and shit. you can't do anything with that if you're a leftist there's just nothing there because it's literally like it's literally the i mean think about it when you say that what does a leftist hear what does a jew hear when you say you can't even open the door to chaos a little bit or it all takes over. Well, Jews hear you, they, themselves. They hear them talking yeah. about you can't let Jews into anything or else they're going to take. That's literally what they hear. And it's true. And it's true. And it's exactly they're taking the right. Well, we'll have to. I mean, I can totally do like the, the, the four aspects of chaos as aspects of, of Jewry. I think, uh, yes, which we're going to have to do. It's, it's played out, but like. No, no, no. So I don't think so at all. I, no, no, no. It's not played out in the slightest. Uh, very well, much the It's opposite. only played out to me because I've been doing it for so long. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Um, all right. Well, I think in that case, then we'll have to, we'll, we'll, we'll schedule like another, you know, for sure 40K and whatever else um, in the future. Thanks so much for, for um, yeah, absolutely, man. taking the time. Fun. This was a blast. And, and I've, it's I've, a lot uh, of fun to do something more. Something different, a little different. You just relax yeah. and, and, and shoot the shit yeah. about stuff we all, well, and it's still, it's not like not political. That's the other no, I think, gaming thing. No, gaming is right? highly political, man. Yeah. It's highly political. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, all I right. have an idea for it. I have a show title. Yeah. XCOM Enemy Known. <laughs> that's a good one that's a good one yeah oh yes All, enemy within also think right about that <laughs> think about that that was the name of the first yeah that was it, it was enemy unknown and then enemy and then enemy within, within. yeah <laughs> yeah talk about yeah Unintentional enemy unknown was just like yeah. that was like the easiest one for the left to work with once you it's get like to before enemy you within, well, like, enemy unknown yeah. is the trump campaign yeah. <laughs> enemy within is like seville it's like oh okay i see what we're doing oh. yeah <laughs> yeah and now we got War of the Chosen on our hands. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's all the titles are hilarious. <laughs> all right, thanks again, and uh, all right, yeah, man. Take yeah, take care, take awesome. care, everybody. Uh, talk to y'all later. Bye. Yep. So. I'm in